2: On... It's Tuesday on the Drew Elson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. The Red Hot Brewers beat the Diamondbacks last night in Phoenix. Throw to the plate, and safe at home is Saladino, It's inside the park home run. And the game went so late that Drew decided to blow off work today. Not really. Our captain is out today, but Bob Brainerd of Spectrum Sports joins KB in the quest for truth, justice, and cold beer at a reasonable price. The guys will talk Brewers, NBA playoffs, sports gambling, and the possibility of Des Bryant joining the Packers? And now, one of them does play-by-play. The other just plays around. Here's Bob Raider and KB. This is the root. Kind of a big deal. You know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know he f- is. He's the man. I respect the Scorpion. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Who <laughs> fighters? He could be a freak on the court. And on the shit, oh you know God. what I'm saying? Hi, hi, hi!
3: What the hell's going on out here? What's this! Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion
1: and kindness.
2: And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the
4: Yes, indeed, it's me, Bob Brainerd, filling in for Drew Olsen, who's Conjuring up bidding wars, I think. I think he's try- trying to drive up the prices uh, t- at uh, a charity fundraiser fundraiser for Elmbrook schools. I believe. That's
5: some sweet action.
4: That's that's at least that's what his story is. Bob, along with KB, as per usual, and Armin, as per usual, as well. How'd you leapfrog me in the billing? Ask,
6: Armin, ask what's Armin. up with that? Yeah, Bob Brainerd and KB. Hey, I got to talk to managers. Don't ask me. Some of the leapfrogging me. Not, get, don't no, get. No, I'm not taking this out on you, Bob. I'm just saying we're going to start a brawl because I'm getting no.
7: I'm no, getting not, absolutely no respect. It's not a water park. You can't <laughs> start a brawl here. Yeah. yeah KB,
4: KB took took Drew's chairs. So therefore, you know, I, I, I should be I saw, hauling off on you. I, you, you know, know, having a Louis son is. who
6: played hockey and been in a lot of tournaments up, you know, and spent time in the water parks. And I saw that, and, and Armin said, hey, did you see that fight at the water park? And the first thing I thought was, youth hockey season's over. Yeah. <laughs> how, how was there possibly a fight
4: at a water park in the Dells? If if you didn't hear or see, it's out there. It's everywhere. Uh, happened over the weekend, and, and a couple of families dropped the gloves, KB, and, and went at it I... over a chair.
7: Over a chair. you got to have that that chair, you know. you got to have that chair by the water slide just in case (laughs) something happens.
6: I've spent a lot of times in that chair and those water slides, man. That is a a good place to nap.
4: I know how territorial it gets at water parks. Sure, because your kids are involved. Yeah, at at high school events. You you know, high school football, when we come to do a game on Spectrum Sports and we're there hours before, people get in hours ahead of – Kickoff, three four hours sometimes, and they will tape down blankets or chairs oh. or
6: whatever to the bleachers. If you go, if you go to like a resort, you know, one of those places for a week, you know, Mexico or or wherever. Oh, Dominican, yeah. um, Dominican. There's always someone who's designated to get up at like five in the
7: morning and go get the seat at the bar. The, at the no, pool you bar. go to
6: the pool and right. and then you put the the towels over the yep. the chase lounges and you got to scope out your. Spot, I've, I've never
4: been one like that. I that was that guy. Really? I was that it. guy in Cancun a couple years ago with the fam. And and I figured out after day one, we ain't getting chairs. So when I woke up early the next morning and I looked down over the balcony and I saw, you know, these minions running around yeah. below. Oh, no, that's and, the and, whole thing. Yeah, we they got to get our chairs. You, yeah, you got so you take the the hotel towels. And you just you plop them down. And if you got like a book that you, if you don't care if it gets ripped off or not, you know, put it, as much crap as you can. Put it down. Book, water bottle, whatever you can. Book thieves. The third uh, Harry Potter. In, <laughs> no in Mexico, no
6: way. I don't think there's a lot of book thieves anywhere. <laughs> I, I got can't a lot remember of books. the last. I can't remember the last time I read about
4: a library heist. But, but That's a good point. I, I mean, guys, is this? I, I I hate to say, is this society today? Because I, I know. That, every, I mean, everybody. You can see if you go and see the video. You, people, all the people are not trying to break up the fight. They get their phones out. No, no they, jump, they, they get their phones. In. Right. So, so, so it, I don't know if this is a society today. Or the fact that we're just more aware of it today because it's it's all all documented. But
6: oh no, man, our our sense of reality is all twisted. So there's a fight where someone could get injured. They're getting hit over, hit over the head with the top of the chair, right? Or the chair over the top of the head. One guy, you know, a bunch of guys go for their phone. So they're going to document this for the only reason is that they want to get a whole ton of likes. Yep. Okay? Yep. So that, Because all the likes they're going to get, and if it goes viral on YouTube, that's what's going to validate their pathetic yeah. existence. They want to go on WorldStar. Then, you know? then there's always in that video... Then there's the guy that walks in, like the security guy, and puts his hand in front. Don't film this. Don't. F-. There's always that guy. Then comes into it, right. and he appears in this Dell's video. Right. I mean, he's got. He's got the blue polo on. Yeah. Always stop. Put that away. Don't. Yeah. No. Don't turn around. And help anyone. <laughs> okay. We're not going to get this yeah. filmed. Just, yeah.
4: Turn the phones off. Turn Nothing the phones to see off. off. Moose should have told you that out front. You know what? Uh, I've uh,
6: I've told you know friends of my son. I told my son and and. Uh, Said, so there's one thing. Just remember, everybody, and I mean everybody, has a camera.
4: Yep. You know, you're you just watch what you do because it's going to be filmed. You and I, KB, grew up where if somebody said something, it was you know word on the street. It was some hey, I heard from from somebody or just a That's rumor that, that you did. Yeah, it's and and that and that is how stuff spread. I'll now tell you all. Now, I mean, can you imagine? I'll be honest with you. There's no way in
6: hell, and I fully admit it, there's no way I could run for public office. <laughs> Even without video. Right. Mm-mm. There's no way. That's why I said, what, Arma, what do I say?
7: Yeah, I have well, no,
6: <laughs> yeah, I have no interest yeah, yeah, in becoming you successful.
7: You don't ever want to be successful? I don't okay, ever want B. to be successful. Right. Because it, Because what's it's the point?
6: just, it's nothing but a big pile of trouble and misery and nightmares and worry and people. I don't ever want to be successful. I don't. See, people are just going to start digging into your past, and the next thing you know, I've always wanted to say, um, you know, just come out and if I was going to run for a public office, just come out and first press conference, just say, listen, I cheat on my wife, I drink and drive. Let's go. What do you want to know? <laughs> questions. I did a lot of yeah, yeah. yeah, did a lot of drugs in college. So um, let's op- I'm going to like to open the floor for questions. It's
4: just like- get it out there and just go. Can we move on? It's like the people who win the lottery. I want to see one guy who goes up there and says, "Look, here's what I'm going to do with my money. I'm I'm going, I'm going, going to go get on. A a, boat. Yep, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna party. I'm gonna yeah, you know, just binge and binge. I'm gonna have hookers, prostitutes. I'm I mean, I'm going balls to the wall. Absolutely. I'm, ta- I'm taking trips. I'm 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 gonna walk around my neighborhood and just throw money out the window, <laughs> Be- because everybody at home who always says, "If I won the lottery, I, I would, would do get- this, this, and this." Let me see one guy who goes up there and says. I'm going to do the stuff that hey, everybody gotta, wants me to do. Right. When I was in
6: college, I got a student loan check. I was a douchebag for a month. Who are you kidding? <laughs> right?
7: <laughs> that was $2,200. My favorite headline, I think, coming from this, uh, this uh, the water brawl. Park, the, uh, yeah. the water park brawl. It's like a follow up story on WKOW, okay? Witness of brawl at Dell's Resort said it could have been avoided. You don't say. Really? You don't say. Really? An all-out brawl at a water park over a chair being moved might have been avoided. We might have found a path to peace in this, guys. If somebody would have said, is this chair taken? Or I'm sorry for moving it, or maybe we shouldn't uh, throw chairs at each other.
4: Oh, were you using this chair? Okay. And then there are some guys
7: that just want to looking for a fight, don't you think? That don't want to get in there. <laughs> just, not, 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 guys. wearing are no, kitten wild, shirts. Just, I know ab, that. No, absolutely You're making fun of my kitten shirt. No, I'm, I'm, am I'm, I'm judging you based on it, but I'm not making fun of it.
6: <laughs> You're not making fun of the shirt. You're yeah. judging me. I'll be tweeting out the kitten shirt. I just okay. I'll give you the backstory. You can do it. You can yeah. take a picture and you can tweet it out. Thank you. Okay. okay I'll give you the backstory of the kitten shirt. And I got up this morning and I go, you know what? I'm. I've only really worn this once, and it was in Mexico, and. um uh, I go, you know what? I'm going to wear the kitten shirt. I'm going I'm to wear the kitten shirt today and see how long it takes anyone to, you know, and I went to notice it. I went shopping. I went into the grocery store. I was just walking all over, looking at people, see if they would look at me and go, is he wearing a kitten shirt? <laughs> and uh, this, the back story is my son and I went to, when we were talking about Mexico, we yeah. went on one of those trips, one of those radio trips to, you know, uh, Mexico. So and my wife doesn't like Mexico. At all. Because every time she's gone there, she's gotten six. So, so this will... is guys' weekend.
0: Or... So I just yeah. say,
6: well, I'll take him. You know, we'll yeah. go and we'll just uh, we'll run it. And uh, we're sitting on the house. We're sitting at the house one night. And uh, this is how the discussion went. We're watching uh, Impractical Jokers, which I turned my son on to, by the way. So that's a big win for this program. Yeah. Yep, score. Uh huh. And so we're watching Impractical Jokers. And one of the guys is in a mall and he had to wear this kitten shirt and go hit on women in a kitten shirt. And my son just looks at me and goes, we should get kitten shirts. And I went, yeah. And then that was it. We ordered End kitten of shirts. End discussion, yeah. So, so you ordered this? You guys yeah, did, we you ordered didn't, them. You didn't search and destroy to try to find a no, kitten shirt? No. no, we ordered it. Go to Amazon and get everything. So <laughs> we go to Mexico, and the first night they get a big reception, a big gala for everybody who's traveling. And we both get, we have these kitten shirts. We both put on uh, sandals and white linen pants and Ray-Bans. Oh, and we dress exactly alike. <laughs> And we're just walking around like this. We're walking around this whole thing, um, and you know, just talking to people and everything like that. Just seeing if anyone is going has the guts to say anything. And did anybody broach and
4: you guys go, in the kitchen? Uh, well, kitchen? yeah, and one.
6: And so, someone who wasn't with the trip said uh, came up to us and uh, said, uh, "How long have you two been together?" <laughs> and I said, "Our entire lives." <laughs> We've nice. been together, I've been, I've had, you know, since yeah. he was born and, and raised him and everything like that. And it was like, <laughs> hey, I can understand why you might think you get two guys, you yeah, know. Yeah, wearing kitten shirts. Wearing kitten shirts. but w- What else can they be but partners, right? I know. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with no, that. No, exactly. Of course but, not. But in white linen pants and kitten shirts. And I've got a video. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to post a video, but I did take a video and had someone shoot it slow-mo. So it's my son and I walking down this... Like this beach in slow-mo in matching kitten shirts and white linen pants, just like in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. This is the end of a movie, right? <laughs> that's Roll par- that's well, credits. It
7: is. That's, that's what it is. It's... Which I haven't seen yet. What
6: Reservoir dogs? Yeah, he didn't. Okay. He didn't do his homework. He he didn't see Goodfellas. Right. I gotta oh, get on Man, that. I, come I, on, Armin. I, I've,
7: been, I've really they've been alarmed at the lack of movies I've not you know I've seen. The well, that's because you're seen. in the rabbit hole watching. You yeah, know, you're a YouTube, YouTube generation. That's right. why. That's because I've been watching too many thirty for ten hour thirty for thirties. Yeah, you, God, you, 10 you hours.
4: put those all together in yeah. your mind and say that was a movie, right? That, there. Well, it was, was a, but that, it's was a, a, that was a two hour movie. Different kind of film. If you could do a thirty for thirty, Armin,
6: that
7: hasn't been made. What what would you want to have a thirty for thirty on? That's so. That's a great question. I can't. I can't. Al think. McGuire. Well, they they have a lot of Al McGuire's. They don't have one on Al, Though there should be one on Al. They have a they have a thirty for thirty short on the uh, uniforms. The on untu- the
6: uniforms on the Bo Ellis. Yeah. You know. Yeah.
7: There should be one on Al McGuire. There isn't one. There there are different types of documentaries. You know, local stuff that's been done. But ESPN. That would be a good one. Al McGuire. That would be a great one.
6: What I mean. I'm, I. That's the first one that just popped into my head. It's,
7: it's true though. I mean, you, who, how many guys won a title in their last game as a coach? Championship last game coach, you know he was, and he was a very unique figure, an icon.
4: And then goes on, I mean, the, the broadcasting career. Obviously, after that. Yeah, he, right. I mean, he
6: really, I consider him Al McGuire to be one of the guys that really elevated NCAA basketball viewing. Right, because he, you, because he, he, you, you turn, he became destination announcing, and then you had Vital yeah. and the guy, right. Billy Packer and guys that came, you know, after that. But he really was destination. You loved. Listening to him when he call call the game, and even to this day, we always kid around and stay, say stuff like, "All they got to do is get the lead down to ten points." You know, that was yeah. an outline. Yeah, down yeah. by twenty, just get it to ten. You know, all of those things, right? Yeah, yeah,
7: that's a good question.
6: Maybe that should be a, a stripper pole one day. One day, what would you want? We'd have to give a. Yeah, we'll, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow. We'll come up with four things that we'd like to see. Uh, thirty for thirty. What about you? you Bob? What would you like to see a thirty for thirty? Well,
4: I've always, I've always liked Kareem, and I know HBO did yeah. a Kareem doc, which was really uh, well done. And and when I mean all the way back to where he was born and his parents. So I, I think it's been done. Um, I mean, he's just such a fascinating person, and, and and you know, good and bad. I mean, he, you know, he. He dissed Milwaukee, but I mean, you, I mean, the guy was in town yesterday. I mean, he was in Milwaukee yesterday for this, uh, you know, high school sports awards. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of a sudden, Kareem, you know, he couldn't wait to get out of here, and now he keeps coming. He's he's here all well, the time. Well, he softened across the board. Were yes. Would
6: you have expected twenty years ago that he'd ever be on Dancing with the Stars? No. Never in a million years. No. Yeah, I thought true. I
4: thought he was going to go into hiding and just be this recluse guy who just was, you know, I don't want to talk about my past. I don't want to talk about championships. You know. I thought Kareem was just going to fade and go away. Yeah, I and, and mean, I was surprised. I, I really was because he has softened. He he has changed his tune. So, you know, I, I mean, we were talking early about about Jordan, and it's like to me, I know everything about Michael Jordan, and unless there's some, unless Jordan's going to come out and say. The reason I did base baseball was because right. I was I was gambling yeah. and, right. and the you know if there's if there's this shocking moment we don't that, know that for a we, fact right. though, do we Everyone no we speculates don't speculates it if somebody if but if 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 somebody is going to come out and and just blow you away then I'm in for the thirty for thirty but we just, should uh, let's open the phones to wise we'll smart and good look
6: with the lucky
0: Land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.
6: Listeners, what they would like to see a thirty for thirty on, and ponder this. I'm going to ponder this one. If they were to do a 30, 30 for thirty on your life, oh. on your
7: own life, what oh, would the, what oh. would the
6: Armand Sari and thirty for thirty be? Oh. That's tough.
7: I don't know. I'd watch that. So <laughs> I'd a, rabbit hole that. Give us a call four one four seven nine nine one nine twenty. Yeah, That's seven nine nine nineteen twenty. Yeah, yeah. We can touch yeah. on that. You also have a, you have a stripper pole coming. up.
4: I do have a yeah. stripper poll. We we'll do get back and we'll get break. to
6: that when we come back. But I do want to know what would you like to see a thirty for thirty on?
4: There you go. We've thrown it out there. Give us your your best subjects. You can go on Twitter. You can call us and. Give it to us verbally.
7: Bob yeah. Brainerd in for Drew Olson, there's, along with Armin and KB. What? And there's a little update on the Bucks coaching search. Adrian Wojnarowski tweeted something. We'll get to it yeah, after the break. Yeah, we'll,
4: we'll get to that. We're also going to talk baseball because the Brewers are hot, and they're in first place. Even though they're on the road, they're playing very well. Guys, I don't even know who they are, are getting inside the park home runs. Yes. And, we'll, and, and so later on, we're going to talk to Jerry Augustine, who's not on the road with the guys, but he's a former Brewer. He knows all about Brewer Nation. Let's fight. on the Tuesday Show. Did you pick this?
6: <laughs> what do you think? Okay, we're gonna take this. Armin. Yeah, man. Oh man. Bad, no, bad choices. I mean, Drew's out today. I got bad like, choices. Like no, a Bob kid. picks bank. Bob picks bangers.
7: Well, I know that, but I mean, once I get a list from Bob. Okay, we're gonna work on that. Anyway, am well, I supposed to
4: bring a list? Here's, no. no, we'll get, we'll okay. get it. Here's yeah. what happens. You know, kb has got my
7: back. Yeah, Dad's not home. I can run around the house. Right.
4: Yeah. Is that wow. what this is?
7: Is that well, what this is all about? Still, uncle Bob is no, in. Uncle yeah. Bob is still Uncle Bob's a cool Uncle. And
4: I can run around in my diapers with my banky and
6: yeah, get to stay up late. I just think this is a good jam, you and, know. Why? What why would you ever think that? Because it sounds
7: good, you know? I like it. I don't uh, know. Who Richard, is this? I don't know. Uh, this is uh Mark Morrison. This is from like the early nineties.
6: Oh man, did you grow up in a bad time? Yeah.
7: Oh, I love the nineties. I,
4: I didn't know it was I didn't know it was Mark Morrison, and I don't know who Mark Morrison is, but I did know it was from the nineties. Oh, that, yeah. that I can guess oh. just by the first few notes. I'm all
7: '90s. I like to bump the '90s.
1: Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So um, where
4: were we? Uh, we had, let's see, brawls in the Dells, uh, kitten shirts. Uh, oh yeah. Well, we weren't on sports, but apparently, no. <laughs> of course not. The Bucks have narrowed down. Yeah. Apparently. Uh, what, so, what do you got here? So
7: there's uh, Adrian Wojnarowski reported about 40 minutes ago that the Bucks are meeting with. It says Bucks ownership meeting with. Uh, with two finalists for the franchise's head coaching job, Budenholzer and Atori Messina, who was a Spurs assistant, right in New York. So it sounds like these are the two finalists. Budenholzer. Mm. It seems like it was the top target all. But along.
4: well, yeah, I mean, finalists, but there could be more. They met with. Uh, That's true. It says with two the finalists. Celtics assistant.
7: Yeah. So no. is
4: he in the mix now, or is he one and done? I That's de- the
7: It doesn't say here, but you're right. The language is important. It says with two finalists, not with the two finalists. Right.
4: Right. You know, Becky Harmon. Is she Becky Hammond? A, yeah. Hamm- Hammond.
7: <laughs> Harmon. <laughs> Sorry,
4: no, sorry, Bex. Right.
7: Um, is she a finalist? I mean, who knows? You would you would have to think they, they had their initial interview. This is like the second round, and it says ownership's meeting with them. So I don't know if that means so that's like and, 50, balls.
4: and that's like yeah, fifteen guys in the room if it's ownership, right? If it's and Bucks I'm, ownership in New York, of course. So what? Uh,
6: but that. But it, he, do you think they asked him a question? Where would you like to see yourself in five years? <laughs>
4: yeah, exactly. Coaching the Lakers. I ho- yeah, I would hope. So. Yeah. If you were an animal, what what animal if, would you be? If you were a tree, yeah. yeah. Um, if, okay, Okay. if, you, if you're if you deciding between Toronto and Milwaukee, okay, the weather's out because it sucks in both places. You're in paying the, taxes in, the in two
7: countries. Right. Gone. Gone. That's true. Toronto's a ni- very nice city. But, I mean, Milwaukee has the new arena. They have Giannis. Yeah. yeah. But Toronto's weather's not that bad. It's Detroit. No. I mean, it's pretty much true. the same as where and, Detroit and I, is. And it's and not like you're did, going to yeah, the Yukon like, Territory. Right, it's not Saskatchewan. And Toronto did win 59 games last year. They have right. a good team, too. So
4: that's the question. If you're a guy on the outside looking in, do you say... Okay, Toronto's got the better team. I can latch on to there. Maybe get, I'm closer to winning a championship with that team, or do you come to Milwaukee and okay, I get to coach one of the best players in the NBA, and maybe they'll improve the team. And with my, you know, I don't know. That's to me, that's kind of a jump ball because you're you're trying to, with your future as a head coach, you're trying to crystallize sure. what's going to happen, and you don't you don't know if that Toronto team will stay together. You don't know if, as a team, they'll buy into what you're trying to preach to them. Right. If you come to Milwaukee, you know, same thing. You know, do they improve the team? Do they add some pieces around Giannis? Because Giannis is kind of a given.
7: Well, the and the, to me, the Atori Messina thing is interesting because a lot of people have said maybe a European coach would work best with a, a team like the Bucks that have a star. A European as a star. Okay. Uh, so, you know, and a lot of people don't know about him. I maybe mean, he coached in f- Internationally for a long time, he's a coaching legend in Europe, so it's pretty interesting. We know about a lot of these guys, but you don't you don't know about this. You know, you hear this name of Messina. He's fifty eight years old. Uh, he's he's one of the world's top coaches for decades. He's been international. Okay. So, so you
6: got one. How many international guys do they have? Giannis, who else? There's, there's
7: got to be oh, there's got to be a, okay. Yeah. But
6: I'm saying, yeah. So that's why you have to do that. We have to go get a.
4: We have to go get an international coach just because a. Giannis, and, I don't think so. And Giannis is is kind of one of the most Americanized, you know, guys that that I know. I mean, he
7: just, you know, he... you're right. It's not like they're adjusting to America or anything, but maybe the style of play. I have no idea. But you're right. It. Yeah, th- there used to be a a bigger international component to this team. I mean, Del is Australian, I guess. Yeah, but that doesn't really count. Okay, so. sure.
4: Uh, Don and Brookfield uh, wants to chime in. Does he have a thirty for thirty? That that's that's the question. Oh, Armin's got to press the buttons because I'm new here. Now, Don, are you Don, there? are you there? Hey guys, hey. what's going on, Don?
8: Hey, these interviews for Bucks head coach cannot be considered legitimate until KB is allowed in the room and allowed to ask the five dumb questions.
1: I agree. <laughs> that's right. Yeah,
6: that's right. Five dumb questions. That's, I I was a terrible interviewer. I would do that. I would do just, I would go into, and when we'd have someone in and you'd be part of a department and they'd bring in other people, I would just ask them, how much you bench? You know, so everyone would be asking about their business, how much you bench, how many reps. And the people I worked with are like, you're an idiot. And I go, am I? (laughs) And they were like, what? I go, I just threw them off. Yeah. And I wanted to see how they would handle
3: it. Those are the best spontaneous questions.
6: Yeah, hey, but Don, now that we got you on the line, what would you like to see a thirty for thirty on?
8: The night Tiger Woods and Elon went at it. Oh
4: score, Don. There you are.
8: Yeah,
6: the four the iron in the back of the SUV. Yep. That's what a great really choice.
4: Ooh. Must see TV. Yep. Absolutely, that is a big win. You you interview some officers who right. were, who were there at the scene. You interview some lawyers. Yeah, I mean if you can if you can get the ex wife, boom, that'd be quite interesting. You know about she
9: it. wouldn't
6: do it. She or Tiger wouldn't do it. But there would be yeah. a friend. of. Right, right. The housekeeper interview. or the neighbors. So. Right. Yeah.
8: Interview the insurance company. How did he file this claim?
6: Yeah.
7: Or did he keep it off the? He didn't want his insurance to go up. He probably just yeah. Now if it's all about cash. if it's all about one night, that might be it. That might not be a ten hour one though. You know? Oh, no, 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 it no. doesn't have to be ten. You hours. can do yeah. that in thirty. It could be a thirty for thirty yeah. short yeah. too. But That's,
3: what led up to it? What I mean? Were right. they having sure. Issues before. Of oh, course. You can do the I think whole. I so. <laughs> You can do the whole
7: context. I mean, like the OJ five part or the ten hour was like pretty much his whole life. It was about us. Well, it was about his whole life, not just the. You've got eight,
8: you've got 18 women that you could interview. Each one of them. What happened with him? That's
7: a great point. You'd like to know all their stories. Oh, know, so, right?
4: see, now now we're going past the 30 minute mark, though. I mean, not, now you, now you'd have to have a part it's two. A two hours. Yeah, that's at least a two hours. So, but wow, but that's that's brilliant. Don, That's perfect. That is brilliant. That's great. Right.
6: Thirty for thirty Thanks, subject. Guys. Yeah.
4: Thanks, Don. That is a great thirty for thirty subject. Yeah. yeah, that'd be good. Who wouldn't watch? I mean, if you like Tiger. Or dislike Tiger. Yeah, that's, you are all in on that thirty for thirty. That's musty. Yeah, definitely. see.
6: Now I was thinking if you could do a thirty for thirty in your life, I know what. Uh, I think I know what my one of mine would be. When I was in college uh, at St. Norbert at the Brown County or the Harvard to Brown County, <laughs> um, we had this thing called Winter Carnival, and Winter Carnival is just like a week in February where you just blew off class and boozed. I mean, it and the administration knew it. In fact, beer chugging was a sanctioned event in Winter Carnival. Awesome. How long ago was that? I mean, think about that. In any, Wisconsin? Well, any okay. university that would sanction it, it yeah. would be part of it's not it was not some rogue underground thing. I mean, you would literally and it was a bracketed thing. So if you were You won, had brackets. You had bracketology oh, yeah. back then. Oh no, they had brackets for te- you know cuz it was fraternity teams and dorms and against oh, but my. we played broom hockey. And uh, we were a an an, an an unlikely assortment of do wells, but what? Uh, um, <laughs> Google it, Armin. See, KB but there was another fraternity. There was another fraternity that was all the hockey players, and so this was kind of like our miracle on ice. But the broom ball tournament. Now you've seen how broom ball is played, yes. right? Yep. So a bunch of guys running around on boots with the push brooms. And yeah. Stuff? No. And it's not on oh, sure. ice, right? You're just out in the road. No no, yeah. no, 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 no. We had a full hockey rink with boards on campus. Really? A full hockey rink with boards, on skates, full equipment. And you would take, and your brooms, you'd go get big farm brooms, and you'd saw them off right below the stitching. You'd dump them in, uh, dunk them in plaster of Paris, and then you'd wrap them in tape. So it's like a weapon. Wow. It's like a weapon. And, that's, and so it was broom ball, but it was like hockey with a soccer ball
4: and a club. And this is on the ice. So right. you had ice. So it is hockey except for the puck. It's a ball. And the, and it's a soccer
6: sa- ball. It's the same thing as a broom ball. But oh you, we my. played it, um, and you have a big goal, like a soccer goal. But and what we, happened? We, you won some epic and We We won, and it was the biggest upset ever. We upset this hockey fraternity,
4: if you will. You took them out of their element. We I mean, took them
6: out, you, and that was the whole thing. That would be my personal 30 for 30. The unlikeliness that we would come out of
4: nowhere.
7: Armin, I'd watch it. Uh, Definitely watch it. I'm not sure if I'd get bored with it, though. (laughs) I'm not talking 10 hours. The production would have to be good. Now, of course, I'd watch it.
4: it. It's 30 minutes with commercials. I'd watch it. 23 minutes. I had a
7: a, Do You Believe in Miracles moment like that at Armin summer camp when I was a kid, but we won't get into that. Okay, well,
4: no. Okay.
7: Was it a sporting thing? <laughs> sort of. We have the camp Olympics, and you know, it's not just sports. You know, you do a bunch of different events. But like camp okay. Mohawk, we, we won by like a point. Okay, was, what event did you win? Oh man! Because
6: you know that was indicative when he said it was foreshadowing. Right. It's,
7: it's not all sports. And not so and, what non-sports thing now did you thinking. win? Well, here, here's the thing. We we everyone did a bunch of different events. I think I did like free throws. No, that you was know a sport what you did. Thing. There was that like like cabin <laughs> cleaning, like Shut up! Like here it that. comes. You're um, cabin cleaning? It's coming out. Is that a euphemism? No, there was cabin <laughs> Is that cleaning. that code for something? It was like, oh, I'm trying to remember what we did. I'll, I'll, I'll think of some more. Oh, we, we had like a ropes course type jeez. thing we did stuff on. Oh, jeez. What? Yeah. No. <laughs> Your face. You, no, you lost me. <laughs> Drew KB like so ropes supported. course. You nah. know, like trust fall nah. and all that stuff. But nah. I can't remember what the Olympic events were. Somewhere like cultural, and, you know. And when you say Olympic, Art. put put Olympic in quotes oh, because it's not like yeah, it's yeah. Camp Olympics. Jeez, um, like best artwork, you know stuff like that.
4: Definitely in quotes. Are we going to take a break? It's time for yep. a break. I hear music playing, so we'll take a break. When we come back, uh, Jerry Augustine, right? Former Brewer pitcher, the lefty, the southpaw. He'll join us to talk brew crew who's on the road in Zona. Much better, KB, I think. Better than that 90s minutia. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I just, I don't
6: remember a lot of the 90s. Yeah, we've talked about that, KB.
7: That's the issue
4: for you. That was
6: my dark period. (laughs) That's as I like to refer to it.
7: What about like the grunge bands? You remember like, you know, Bush and Nirvana? You
6: know that stuff. No, Nirvana was just like way too depressing.
7: No, you're right. I mean, they were. The, yeah, the, it, as the '90s went on, it was more optimistic, like power pop and punk. And yeah, I mean, I think
6: I like Pearl Jam's first couple albums. After that, Pearl Jam and, and uh, something happened. Yeah, and then they became a little self-indulgent. And the Foo,
7: Foo Fighters, I would say. Yeah,
6: yeah, I like yeah. the Foo Fighters, but the Foo Fighters, I can't put on a CD and listen to the Foo Fighters or you know put an album on. They're better live. Okay, yeah, of you course. know that's, do that, yeah. that's what does that for yeah. me. I mean, but anyway, John Adios. Coming to your defense, yeah.
7: Adia said, "Armin, don't don't let these guys fool you. That's a banger. Okay. Return of the Mac is one of the most requested ones for him too. When they do all '90s love bumps.
4: <laughs> okay, all
7: right, all right. Okay, just you, sticking up for the. You, you got rules. one in your
4: camp. Uh, b- by the way, Bob Brainerd in. That's me for uh, Drew Olson uh, today and today only, along with KB and Armin. We just got another great thirty for thirty. We suggestion. did. We did. Tell
6: them about it, KB. Um, prostitutes and prospects. The Louisville Championship that never was.
4: Now that Brilliant. That's a brilliant the,
7: uh, title. That would be good.
4: Way more is, way more than thirty I mean that that's a couple parters right there. Cause oh. you, you would you would get to thirty minutes and you would say, This can't end. I know, need more. So right. I, Cause you know you
6: gotta do patino in the back of the Italian restaurant. Yep. That's gotta come into play.
7: Yeah, shout out to Adam on Twitter for that one.
6: Adam, yes. Bless you, Adam. That is brilliant. That see, now that is the kind of smart and good looking listener. That thinks something through, puts a little thought into Uh it you know and then actually comes up with the title Donna Brookfield though wants to know what happened the night the Tiger Woods got the foyer
7: hey guys it is Ryan I'm not sure if you
6: know this about me but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can I like to work but I like fun too it's a
4: thing and now the truth is out there I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me and the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
9: No purchase necessary. VTW group void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
10: We are actuaries in a world filled with unpredictability. We use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News and World Report, we're the 25th top paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker, and a truth teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.
6: Four iron in the back
4: of his SUV.
1: Two awesome ones. So, yeah.
4: we, so we need two more. Mm-hmm. We need two more, and maybe our next guest can help us out here. It's it's Jerry Augustine, or should I say Saint Augustine? Are, are you responsible for the W last night in Arizona? Even though you weren't there, Augie.
3: <laughs> I love it. Um, let me just say that it's been fun. It's been a situation that something came up, and it's been fun, and it, it helps the Brewers win. But let's have it. I don't care.
4: You're you're all in. Okay, Augie, So we're debating thirty for thirty topics because there's so, been so many of them now. These these thirty for thirty docs that ESPN does, and and sometimes they're yeah. they're riveting. Sometimes they're terrific. They, they, I mean, they they dive in deep, and other times you just. You go, ah, pshaw! Sure. You know, I I know what to expect. I'm not even going to watch it because I I know the backstory here. So I'm thinking, 82 Brewers, that's got to be a 30 for 30.
3: Yeah, it, well, I yeah, it was a great year. Uh, when you talk about the style of ball club and how we had to go about in '81 with the strike short year, made it to the playoffs and come back and in '82 and, and and make it to the uh, World Series against the Cardinals. Yeah, that's a it's a great story with a great group of guys, and uh, I think that would be really good for 33.
6: How about uh, got any good backstories behind the Brewers post game live? Is there any people hating each other or <laughs> stabbing each other in the back? We need a little scandal. KB yeah, wants some dirt. Look yeah. You. Anything there?
3: No. Okay. No, we are – I'll tell you what, the one thing that we have with Brewers live and you know everybody that's in the production, doing the games and everything, and it, it is a really close-knit group. And we all get along. We all have fun, and uh, everybody that works there is just—they're they're all good, really good people. And what we all want to do is just help the brew, help to show what the Brewers are doing and how well they're playing and having fun.
6: So, you know, this team is playing so well. But here's the one thing that kind of baffles me: When's the last time that you've ever seen a Brewers team where you've been so excited about the pitching? You know, it seems like it's never been that way. Now the pitching is carrying this team. The offense is coming around, but, man, I can't ever remember when anyone has ever talked about what a great pitching staff the Brewers have had in a long time.
3: Well, there's, you know what? Any time that you do well, I think pitching has a lot to do with it. I You look at last year, what this ball club did the last month of the season, I, I thought what what Craig Council was able to do with this ball club and Gary Johnson, what they had, they they basically had... Two starters with any with any with major league experience, and after that it was just committee bullpen committee on how you went about it. I thought that was a, a great story, and to come as close as they did, but you know this bullpen this bullpen is pitching very well, but the starting rotation is really getting the idea that you know what you have to do is you have to throw strikes, you have to uh, go out and pitch the ball well, and they've been doing that. But it's also a testament to this organization what David Stearns, and Matt Arnold have done really to supply this to supply this major league team with a real good group of young kids that are in this organization so when you think about this whole thing that's going on with the Brewers, I think it goes right from the bottom from the bottom to of the guys in in the minor leagues right to the top the guys in major leagues and it starts at the top with all the way down, with great in the coaches.
4: We're talking with Jerry Augustine, former Brewer pitcher. You can also see Augie on Fox Sports Wisconsin at, at Brewer Games. Augie, I think part of the reason for the, the pitching success is you look at the staff, you look at the bullpen, and there's not one guy. They, they, they don't have a Clayton Kershaw who's the horse. They don't have, you know, even like a Jake Arrieta. They don't have that that number one that everybody rallies around. Or if things are going bad, you say, okay, well, at least so-and-so is coming up in the rotation. He'll get us back on track. He'll fix things. This has to be every man for himself. And and the Brewers are kind of showing that. It's like everybody sort of piecemeals their best effort together.
3: Well, I, I think you're, you're right, in that with Bob. But you look at a staff, and it really in the game of baseball, we talk so much about teams that have momentum. And really, momentum is only as good as your your starter for the next day. And I think that's the way this club looks at it. They look at you know, do we have that guy, that one guy, that Clayton Kershaw style pitcher? No, we, they don't have it. But they have a group of guys that go out there and they all go out to do one thing: is to keep your team in the ball game and to give them a quality start. Now, quality starts haven't they haven't had as many quality starts as they would have would like. But when you've got a bullpen that's throwing the ball the way it is, and you're eight deep in the bullpen. You can do those things. You can shorten the game as a starter, you can, and be successful. But uh, this pitching staff is going out and doing what it's supposed to do uh, as a starting staff. And this, what they're doing is keeping the team in the ball game. We haven't had many ball games. I think if you you could take less than a handful of games that they were really never in where the other team scores a lot of runs. This team has been in all the ball games, and we can see that by by as many one one, one run ball games. And how many games go down to uh, how big the bullpen has played it in, in the wins that they've had this season.
4: I don't know who this guy is that got the inside the park home run last night. Honest to God, I I, I saw the highlight and I'm like, when did this when did this person come up? I have no idea who he who he was. But <laughs> but, hey, Augie, that's kind of been a story too. It's like they call guys up, you know, Freddie Peralta. Yeah, come on up, start right, and and we see see what he does in Colorado. I mean, it's ridiculous that some of these names are just coming out of almost thin air. And they, and they show up, yeah. and, they, and they make a difference.
3: Well, that's, again, you have to give credit to your organization, and that goes from Mark Antonazzi all the way down to David Stearns and Matt Arnold, their scouting department and what they do. They come up with players. But I think it's the what you, when you talk about the culture of the organization, I think that, that started when Craig Council came over and started being manager. It was a culture that says, you know what, there are no limitations. Go out and improve yourself. There are no limitations on how good you can be. And that started at the major league level. He wanted to start it at the major league level, and it started to started in this after his first full year. It started becoming a culture. Then all of a sudden it started going down into the minors where this organization really took on that same attitude that there are no limitations. Go out and be the best you can be, and good things can happen. And that's why you're seeing so many guys prepared because the organization – has taken that culture saying, you know, we're not going to put limitations on you. You can go out and you can do well, and all of a sudden you'll surprise yourself. You'll be in the major league level, which is a dream for every young player. So I think that culture has really paid off for this organization.
4: Okay, Augie, let's go back to our 30 for 30 because we all agree. But, I mean, we're from Wisconsin. We, I mean, we would watch a 30 for 30 on the 82 Brewers. I, but... but you know, baseball folks on the outside they might nah, I don't know. But what about what about if you grabbed individuals from the eighty two team? Who who would who would make their own who would be the best thirty for thirty from those those eighty brewer teams?
3: Wow. Uh you uh-huh. have so many personalities. Uh huh. Raleigh finger Fingers. I uh, you take Raleigh Fingers, uh one of the best relievers ever in a game of baseball. Uh you take on 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 guys like Paul Mahler and Robin Yount, the way they played the game uh, uh, on an, on the field and they, the way they did it as leaders. You take, you know, we had so many guys. Pete Vukovich had the Cy Young Award one year and pitched very well. When you talk about, about guys like that, there are a lot of guys that you could have had off of that that 82 team because it's just a group of good guys. But, again, everybody went out to do the one thing, to play as a team, to go out and do the best you can every day and let everything – the, the standing fall where they made. But this team was the team was really focused, a lot like you we have seen at the, the ball club last year, the way they played the last half of the season. And this ball club has a lot of personalities similar to that, where they're a very tight-knit group, and they go out and they play each day hard. And when you play the Brewers now, you're going to play 27 outs. But when you go back to the 82 team, it was no different. When you played that team, you better be ready because we're coming at you for 27 outs.
2: <clears throat> I got
6: the title. Stormin' and Vuk, there it is. Those are the two guys you build it around. Because you said you had Molitor and Yount, and you probably had a lot of different pairs of guys that you could look at. These, you know, a whole buddy thing throughout the whole team. You could team up a bunch of guys.
3: You can. You have Paulie, and you can do Robin and Paul. Mm-hmm. I mean. uh, and you can do Robert, Paul and Gumby. I mean, there's so many different ways you can go with that ball club and with the personality that they had, but. Uh, 82 was a it was a really special year. It was a good group of guys. Um, it was so neat to have our leader really on that team was Ted Simmons. Ted Simmons kept everybody focused on what we need to be focused on and that was to go out and play hard every day. There was never a letdown that he also said, you know, he also come up to you and he had a bad day. He said, everybody has a bad day. Let's we'll be better tomorrow. And, you know, we had that leadership from Ted and everybody kind of bought into that and That's the kind of team it was. Very close knit, very understanding. Understanding that you know what, one day doesn't doesn't win you a World Series. It takes a a little bit of a journey, and to get there, you have to play really hard to be successful. And that's what that club did.
4: Personally, I'm thinking, you know, maybe here's a thirty for thirty. The Don Money, Roy Howell controversy. What what
3: what do you think? I'm not thinking that way. (laughs) No, I I would rather. You're not going to watch that. (laughs) <laughs> no, well, I think those are, don't get me wrong, those are two really great guys. Don Money and Roy Howell are really great guys, but, you know, I, I so you're starting to think about different ways to go. I'm kind of thinking back of the days of Bob Rain of Jerry Augustine with the Timber Rattler. Ah!
1: Let's visit yes. Those days
3: were 30 30. Those yeah. conversations and those games were so much fun. I mean, you talk about baseball wisdom and knowledge. <laughs> Uh, it was it was just it was spectacular.
4: Yeah, but there, Augie, there's no meat on the bone there. I mean, there's there's that's that, there's nothing to watch. There. We we had fun, but there's I mean, that's not Vuk and Gorman stuff right there.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, you were the leader. I just followed the leader. That was my job. They told me when I got when to come up and do games with you up at the Jim Ralthers Dennis courts. He goes, just follow Bob. You're going to be okay.
4: Yeah, and then we'll tell stories of you. You know, polka. You know, polka stories with Jerry Augustine <laughs> during his days in Kewanee. Tell tell the guy, tell KB and Armin about the rules of life growing up in Kewanee, Wisconsin.
3: Well, in fall, you know, this is more, you know, we're close to Green Bay and the Packers. But on Sundays, every Sunday was, was called the tri- the three Ps. It was prayer, polkas, and Packers. There so you, you go, go. to church, you come home, Dick Rogers and his orchestra would be on at noon and the Packers would be on at one. Does it get any better than that? I love it.
4: I don't think it does. You could have your own 30 for 30. Augie, thanks so much. Good luck with the uh, the anointment of sainthood the rest of the way. Brewer's going to need you.
3: I'll tell you what, they're playing such good baseball. They're fun to watch. And, you know, everybody talks about this team on the hitting side of it. I know you guys were alluding to it earlier. But, you know, you look at this. They, have, they now play 15 games, 15 games against 2017 playoff teams. They've beaten Corey K- 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 Kluver from Cleveland. Bettis, who was pitching in Colorado, had an unbelievable record. Gray hadn't given up any runs in 20 innings. And last night he beat Pat Corbin, who was 4-0 yeah. with a 1-3-2
1: yeah.
3: ERE in Arizona.
4: Been, been impressive. Thanks,
3: Augie. And offense has been pretty good. I'm going to stay on for another
2: hour. No, good. <laughs>
4: <laughs> right. Yeah, another hour. It's coming up on the Drew Olson Show.
2: It's Tuesday on the Drew Elson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley Davidson. The Red Hot Brewers beat the Diamondbacks last night in Phoenix. Go to the plate, and safe at home is Saladino in inside the park home run. And the game went so late that Drew decided to blow off work today. Not really. Our captain is out today, but Bob Brainerd of Spectrum Sports joins KB in the quest for truth, justice, and cold beer at a reasonable price. The guys will talk Brewers, NBA playoffs, sports gambling, and the possibility of Des Bryant joining the Packers? And now, one of them does play-by-play... The other just plays around. Here's Bob Bradert and KB. is the root. kind of a big deal. You know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know what <laughs> he is. He's the man. I respect the Scorpion. Dilly dilly. dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Foo Fighters. He could be a freak on the court and on the shits. Oh you know God. what I'm saying? Ah! Watch
3: Beneath his stormy surface flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness.
2: And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the fuck.
4: Lunchtime has come and gone. We're into the afternoon slot now on the Drew Olson Show. Minus Drew Olson, Bob Brainerd in for Drew on this Tuesday afternoon, along with... KB and Armin, as per usual. KB, even though we're past the lunch hour, is gonna.
7: No, no, Bob. This he's, isn't. He's gonna
4: this snack is on my. This, this is, is a, my lunch hour. Yeah,
7: this is of the norm.
4: This is, this this is, is the one norm. o'clock is my lunch hour now. Is, is is the spread here the norm that I'm looking at? Is this the I just, norm? No, uh,
6: um, no. You just, a, in the winter. I usually it was eat soup. soup. Yeah, and we haven't played guess my soup in a while, but
5: no soup for you.
6: I'm trying to. Um, one year. I'm trying to get rid of. Um, like all the gluten and stuff like that, and you know where you're trying to get rid of all the processed stuff. Okay, so you're not to... <laughs> so yeah, well sorry. hot dog, yeah processed meat. So there's really nothing
4: left to eat except for you know beef and cheese. And you're not a, you're not a sandwich guy. You're not going to pack a you're not going to brown bag. Yeah, it.
6: no, I no, I usually have a sandwich or something. Yeah. But I'm trying to get rid of all the flour and the processed flour and all that. You can't you know, healthy on us? No, I'm not. Okay, <laughs> absolutely not. I got two big close. hot dogs here. There's yeah, nothing yeah. remotely healthy say. about that. <laughs> you no, know, we have a friend. Uh, we have a mutual friend who will. Uh, Every once in a while, he'll say, oh, I'm on the Atkins diet, but then he'll eat a pot roast. Right. And it's like,
7: keto. you know, everything's within, uh, yeah, the keto or whatever, or paleo or... I mean, I lo- look, I love our hometown favorites as much as I anybody. I just have a big hot dog. But I didn't know cased meats were the uh, the <laughs> diet of choice for uh, the healthy... They're the easiest thing to do. No doubt there's, about it.
4: There's nothing wrong with animal lips.
7: Okay, round two. Name something
4: that's not boring.
10: A laundry? Ooh, a book club
4: Hey, guess my sausage. Too, too right.
7: late.
4: So uh, we we covered a lot of topics in that first hour. I think um, covered
7: a lot in the first three minutes here. Yeah, no
4: kidding. <laughs> um, but but I, but I think we want to expand this because K- uh, KB is onto something. We've got two of four hot topics, right? We need four for right. for sure. potential thirty for thirties, and they don't have to be local. They can be anything that you think would be worthy of a thirty for thirty doc. And so far, we've got the. the the story behind the, the Tiger Woods and his wife and the and the four iron. Nets. The night before Thanksgiving. There you go. We've got that one. That's must see TV. And then we've also got the the current Louisville scandal with the prostitutes, prostitutes and prospects and Patino. Pro, pro, there you go. That pros- right. Yeah, the three P's. Jerry right there, Augustine, we just had the three P's growing up. This would be our three P's: prostitutes, prospects, and Patino. And Patino. The Louisville 30.
6: championship that never was thirty
4: for thirty. Oh man, that is so good. So either go Thank, on was Twitter, that Andy.
6: Andy on Twitter?
4: Yes, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. So he gets credit for that, and Don in Brookfield gets credit for the Tiger Woods behind the scenes, where you interview the neighbors and the cops and and, and the whatnot.
7: That was Adam. Let's give him a proper billing, yeah. Adam. Thanks. So
4: we, so we need two more. So either go on Twitter. Drew Olson Show, Armin, KB, myself, any of us. You can hit us up with with your topic, or you can call us. What's the number, Armin? Because four one four seven nine nine one nine two zero. Thank got you, it. KB. Thank you, KB. You can you can call in with, with with your topic, and so we need two more. There's there's room to slot in two more possibilities because this got to started because this whole Michael Jordan ten hours ten hours is coming up, and it's like really, I mean, what don't you know about Jordan that? that you need this you know 30 for 30 times 10.
7: yeah that, he was cut from his high school basketball yeah, team which is blah, sort of blah, blah. not even true I mean he was just wasn't called up to varsity did
6: um, you know that
7: no I don't yeah. see
6: but it, see that's how I, these it doesn't keep that,
7: that's part one next does not keep me awake at night right no. and the Olympic thing I mean I think there'd be a good dream team part look the they already that, did
6: one they already did one on Jordan riding the bus yeah when, when right
7: he bought the bus for yep. the Nashville Soundcats the thing is about Jordan and and, and a thirty for thirty there is he is the most documented athlete probably ever we seem to know a lot about him that he reveals that he divulges but the flip side of that is there's also this there's been no athlete that people are interested in more than him so just the whole specter of Jordan is its own industry and I think people will watch it just because of that
4: would you guys watch I mean now this the, shoot
7: thing has to be a big part of it right
4: would you watch Joe Dimaggio? because of Marilyn Monroe or is that i mean would today's you know the, the youth today i mean first of right. all they got to know who joe dimaggio is but and and Marilyn Monroe for that matter but would would you watch it if you know they they dove into that i mean they, they dive into the baseball stuff and the hitting streak but would I, you, if if it was geared more towards him off the field no
7: doesn't hold your i, I, I think i might be interested just because um, you, that was never covered back then, most of the time, right?
6: <clears throat> Mickey Mantle.
7: Yeah, that's the yeah, one. Now no, that's
6: yeah. the one that you really because you know he ran it. Well,
7: if you saw really hard, and, yeah. And they talked a lot. And then sixty one, the movie. There's a lot of that stuff in there, but it's not a documentary, of course. But and that was uh, that's when you wanted to be a pro athlete, you know when, when the guy, when Mickey you know, Dimaggio
4: yeah, no, and Mickey and all those
6: guys. When you know they were uh, you were on the train with the team, and the reporters didn't say anything, right? You know there was that. right they
7: were protected, so you didn't hear anything about this no. stuff. Yeah.
4: They, they were part of it. They were, remember they were invited. That was like Lombardi having the parties in his basement, you know, with the bar after yeah. the games, and the reporters were there. They're smoking cigarettes and cigars right. and and drinking scotch, and so if anything happened where Lombardi was out of control, they weren't going to say anything. They were no, invited to the guy's were, house, right, right?
6: Because they were you know complicit in the whole thing, yeah. and um, I think they should do that more often.
7: Maybe that would create a less adversarial press. Nah. There's nah. <laughs> there's too many blogs out there now. Too many barstool sports, too many dead spins to not to not try and dig up the dirt, you know. Because people love salacious stuff.
6: Well, I know, you know, Drew, I can't speak on behalf of him, but right. I've been around him long enough to know that he was never one of those guys that would find dirt and then break it. Right. He had he lived by or lives by that code of ethics that yep. you know, in the line that we always use, he talked to someone, okay, we're just talking beer's on the table. You know, but we would never you know he would never go out and 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 break that story you know something you don't betray that trust and betray that confidence and it in
4: this in this day and this society if you found something out about okay the manager or the head coach or or what have you and 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 you break it it's almost like you're you're the evil person you're you're the one like how dare you you know knock our sainthood up are We having a fire drill here. No, I think someone's off the air. Oh boy, it could be us. Yeah, hopefully it's us. Okay, it's not. Um, but but you know what I'm saying? If you if you find something out about the head coach of of something that that you're covering, the team that you're covering, and you cough that up, th- there, there's people. I mean, I mean, look look at Packer fans. If if you found out dirt on Mike McCarthy, there are people who would say, I don't need to know. You know, how dare you? And they turn right. on the reporter. It's not.
7: But then it's there, not even worth it anymore. But then there are people that still see. I think reporters, as being of this journalistic ethic, that they should be finding out whatever they can, whenever they can. And I don't know. It, there's also the competition breeds those types of stories. Some, yeah, some people want it. Some people want the dirt,
4: but I think it's tough for the one. most part, people just want. Yeah, it. yeah, the people that want the dirt are the editors,
6: right? You know, the, the, and the, the, the fan yeah, and everything I, like that. Yeah, I
7: think people like reading stuff like that. Maybe they want a minute, but they like like if there's something embarrassing coming out about a coach or an athlete, and p- people are going to read it if it's on barstool, whatever. People do have, people do have that salacious side that they want to read that story. Yeah,
4: but they're also taking the task too. I mean, right. you'll you'll see that time and time again when something does come out, they're being taken the task and and, and the company line that I always see is, why do I care what so and so does? You know, why do I, as, as long as he can throw the football, as long as we get Ws, I don't care about what they do. Well, I think people are going to read it.
6: Um, yeah, we want to know it. Is it an? Is it a? You know, some sort of a unslakeable thirst to use... Star- I'm going to start using Armin words.
7: Yeah, there you go. Um, unslakeable? Unslakeable. Look yeah. that one up. You slake your thirst, don't you? KB, do you have like one of those one-a-day thesauruses in the No, I, no I do <laughs> not. A little flip kill. No, no, I've yeah. got you.
6: Yeah. Um, but, I, but it's the editors, and the, they're fighting because of the news cycle and the sports cycle is now 24 hours.
7: Great word, yeah.
6: So they're fighting for it all the time, you know, to who's going to break it first. So that's when it starts getting into the gutter,
7: so... I could care less. Well, it's always that thing. Uh, if it affects the game, right? Does it affect what, like? Right. That's that's the difference. And then that's probably where there's the gray area. Okay,
6: let's let's just go back into the wayback machine. Picture yourself, Taylor's, nineteen ninety five. Not, Wait, not too difficult,
4: I, yeah. Okay, I'm there. yeah. Enough said.
6: Yeah. Okay, if there was a camera phone, could you imagine, you know, a camera with a on a phone? Wait, I got a sounder.
4: How I do way when, use that sounder for a while. When long time. Favre
6: and those guys were running it down here?
4: It's funny you say that, KB, because I remember sitting outside of Taylor's one night on a Saturday night, and it was Favre and those guys, and they come out of Taylor's, they hop in a limo, the limo pulled up right in front, and they hop in the limo, and all I could think of was they're gonna play Tampa Bay tomorrow. Right. At noon. And these I mean, it just it, it blew me away. But, yeah, but then, but being, you know what we never thought of—they
6: were how old at the time? Twenty-six, twenty-seven. Yeah, you could go on a pretty good heater and still perform the
4: next day, but, and, they, and they did that. Age. And they beat Tampa Bay. I remember. Mm-hmm. I remember watching that game closer than most because mm-hmm. I wanted to say, "Aha!"
7: Well, Max McGee in the lost. first Super Bowl, right? And, th- and that's a great, another great point. And uh, I've rumored, I've thought about the fact a lot of times that if Brett Favre came up in today's world with digital technology and things like that, camera phones. It just would have been totally. He wouldn't have. I mean, I don't know if he wouldn't have survived, but he would have been in hot water a lot more. Would he have been as beloved? Just because? Yeah. Right. He would. Would he have been the manziel of today's world? Well, no.
6: Would he have been as beloved, and not because um, you might have heard bad stories, but because he'd probably become more of a hermit
7: and less outgoing because you'd be afraid. Right. Would he be himself?
4: Yeah. Uh, He he wouldn't be as folksy and right. Yeah.
7: And on the flip side of that, would that have affected him as a player? Maybe that's what made him a great player, that type of personality, you know?
6: Well, when it comes to 30 for 30s, do you like the ones that are, you know, tragedy and, and, you know, people crashing and burning, you know? Or do you like the ones where someone
4: overcomes something and not what they just crashed and burned on? You know what I mean? Uh, Yeah. Uh, I think there's enough cases out there where people crash and burn and then you see them today and it's not a happy ending. So...
6: right so prostitutes prospects and patino not a, that's it that's your crash and burn one yeah but you would love to watch
4: it
7: right right because oh, there's yeah. stories you would never have known they're just so curious to know what maybe it would happen and, and, it, things and it, like that
4: and it wouldn't cycle back to and now in 2019 you know Rick Patino's back coaching everything's great everybody's forgotten no it's like crash and burn and you're done right and that's that's when I I don't I don't necessarily need to see a happy ending to, to these. Sometimes it's it's more or less you know let this be a lesson to you. Okay. Don't don't play with prostitutes young man. No. No, that's it's never going to help no, you. No. No. You may think it will. You, yeah. But at the time, it, but not a good choice. So, your topic for a 30 for 30. We need two more. We've got two. KB is going to put the poll together once we have four. And you can tweet your ideas to us or give us a call. Four one four seven nine nine one nine two zero. Did I get it? That's it. 414
6: 799 So, yeah, we have Tiger Woods in the 4-iron, yep. and we have Prostitutes, Prospects, and Patino. So we need two more. I,
4: I'm going to throw out there Stormin' and Vuk. Okay. 82 Brewers. Yeah. Do you so, think folks outside of Wisconsin would watch Stormin' and Vuk? If it got meaty enough? Probably, right? Yeah.
6: yeah. I would think if so. If it was meaty
4: enough. Yeah. I would think so. Yeah, so...
6: Yeah, send us more. We need more and then we'll put a poll up. Yeah, a need- bonus lapper cuz we already have our stripper poll of the day.
4: Yeah, this is separate from the stripper poll.
6: Yeah, we'll get uh we have to go to break. Don't we, Armin? Okay, yeah, we'll talk we'll come-, we'll come back with the stripper poll of the day right after this. Yep. When the Drew Austin show returns.
4: Back on Drew's Show minus Drew, Bob Brainerd in for Drew Olson along with KB and Armin. I'm here, so I've not changed. I wouldn't expect that. We're you minus to. Drew,
6: that's good, but we're even with on the Armin KB thing. Absolutely, absolutely, that's true. Don't go changing. We're plus, so we're plus one. I think we at least broke even, if not. Even a little bit above even having you in. Hey,
7: thanks. That's what I would say. I would say you make up for our minus, right? Yeah, Exactly.
4: Exactly. See, we can say this because Drew's not listening. He's busy this afternoon. Uh, We are kicking around the topic. What would you like to see for a 30 for 30 doc drama subject matter? Because this Michael Jordan thing for a 10-parter, too much. But too much. I I think we've already got... A couple that are worthy, and KB is cobbling together a poll that, when it gets four deep, we will post it. And then we will,
6: yeah, we're going to do a, yeah, we're going to come up with a bonus poll, you
4: know, because we'll we'll
6: come up with a lapper because we have the we haven't even gotten to the stripper poll of the day, right? So we're going to do this real quick, uh, and because we haven't even gotten to the whole gambling discussion, I, I and know, I know, so much. So uh, we're we're going to Jersey. It's the Saints and Sinners stripper poll of the day. And as the sports gambling debate rages on, uh, we're, de- we're dedicating this poll to the degenerate demographic of our smart and good-looking listeners. I'm just kind of curious, what's the most money you've ever laid on a single bet? Under 50, 50 to 100, 100 to 250, or 250 or more right now? I kind of figured this is going to be the case. Under 50 is 49%, but I wanted to say who really rolled. And 19% are 250 or more then 50 to 100. Only 9% between 100 and 250. So basically, if you're going to roll, roll.
4: Yeah. That's what they're saying. And this is just placing a bet. You're talking... One bet. One One, one bet on a team. On anything. One bet. Boom. In sports. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. One bet. As I said earlier, I had a problem in college. So... Well... I know. I had a lot of problems in college. Yeah. Yeah.
6: But uh, we're not here to judge. We're just here to pry. No. Right? Why why judge? We all got... (laughs) Well, got that closet with I'm skeletons. You, I'm telling you, the, the '90s. That's why I don't like any of the music. Yeah,
4: but bad reminders.
6: I digress.
4: Yeah. Um, should we go to our callers? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, hey, we a have couple two good guys. Ones. That,
7: yeah.
6: maybe we can fill out this poll.
7: I'm hitting the today. button here. Yeah, that one's kind of sticks. I'll come help you. Wait, there. I, got there you go. I got it. I got
4: it. Paul and Sun Prairie joining us on the Drolson Show. Hey, Paul, how are you? How are you today?
11: I'm doing good. How are you guys?
4: Good. Okay, thirty for thirty, docs. We need some better topics, some better subject matter than just Michael Jordan. So, give us something.
11: My, my thought was, my thought was, uh, the Vikings love boat.
4: Ooh, boom! That's very good.
1: There you go. That's then, the one.
11: And then I have a question for you guys too. Yeah. yeah. Sure. So you know this whole you were talking about Farve and you know what I mean, and there wasn't cell phones back then, you know. Back in back in the day, but pretty much everybody knows. In fact, I mean, I, I've seen pictures um, of Farb in bars
0: and stuff. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
10: <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
11: And also, I was at a golf outing at the Brett Farm. Um, it's called the Brett Farm Open once. And uh, he was late and there was a bunch of issues going on. Uh, he was actually supposed to be at the golf outing. He didn't come till later. And he just met us at the steakhouse. But uh, his wife was there, and there was a whole, <laughs> a whole lot of ar- arguing and yelling going on before they like came in and stuff. So Ooh. I mean, I witnessed some of this stuff firsthand. Plus, everybody I know seems like that. You know what I mean? They've they've heard stories and stuff. So I mean, yeah, it's like, right, But there's stuff, no, but there's not actual document. There's
6: not documentation, so it's it's you think not.
11: People look at that differently, though. Well, because I mean, they are, everybody in the state knows about you know.
6: Yeah, but I, well, I mean, yeah. it's not it's not proven, so it's like the legend continues. I'm just saying, and you're you know?
7: right. Like you can read Gunslinger now, and read every story, but the book by Jeff Perlman. I mean, just read that. But the difference is when it, it didn't happen in real time in the media hype right. machine. There's no, there was no first yeah. take. They weren't debating it every day on on Skip whatever clown. Right. Well, I mean, I get that.
6: Yeah.
7: Tommy Kramer's going. What about me? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was worse than he was. But yeah, I got yeah, nothing. It, I mean, if you want to read those stories, they're all in Gunslinger in the in the, the Jeff Perlman book. It's pretty some wild. of it is, you know, some of it is legend, too.
6: You know, did Babe Ruth really point and hit before he right, hit right. the home run? Yeah. Does it matter?
7: You know, right. the legend's still there. Was Doc Ellis really on acid? I wow, mean. that's, yeah.
6: you know what? I stand by that. That is the greatest sports record ever. That will never be broken.
4: So, Paul, let me ask you this: if if there was a Favre doc and it had nothing to do with, you know, his accomplishments on the field, it was all this, you know, innuendo. Or, hey, I mean, some of us, like like KB said, I mean, we we saw it. I mean, but but yeah. if it, if it was just just a doc on him, you know, running wild and do, and and talking to people, because obviously he's not going to go on and say anything about that. I, I would be surprised if he would. But would you watch a documentary where it's it's people discussing what they saw back in the, you know, the 90s?
11: Well, because it was far, I probably would. And just because, like I said, I, I kind of witnessed some of it firsthand, you know. Um, and, you know, I mean, you know, that. and sometimes some of this stuff, I mean, the fact that, you know, people elevate athletes to, you know, different levels. These guys are human beings, just like the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, it's, it, I guess why, you know, sometimes, it, like I said, it makes it more interesting because
4: they're a human being, you know? Yep, yep. And then you've got, the, you've got the fans who just say, hey, they are a human being and I don't care as long as, as, long as they win on right. Sunday. So
11: Exactly, exactly.
4: Thanks, Paul. Thanks for the call. So, Appreciate I'm, it.
3: Yeah. Yep,
6: thanks. Now the 30 for 30 with Favre that I'd like to see. I'd like to see the 30 for 30 just on that whole interplay when he left the team. And the drama yeah. with that, and negotiating, and was going to come yes. back, the and then plane, he, the plane, the plane landing and everything, yep. and then down and tearing out from you know underneath the stadium
4: and that whole deal. And see, you, see, that would be fascinating not only in Wisconsin but anybody because yeah. Because, yeah. because revealing because, that backstory, right?
6: And the alleged meeting that happened with he and his wife and the right and Ted and you know and all what, that. What
4: would
7: it be titled? Coming back or something? Yeah, I don't know. Hero or Hick? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Hicker hero. Hick hero, that's fascinating. I mean, not just because of Favre, because of Rodgers' involvement as well. So you right, have two yeah. legends right there.
6: So, but that whole there was what a week or a ten day, yeah, period. And then he comes back, and yep. Rodgers is playing, and then he shows up in the stadium, and he's up in the luxury box on Family Night. That whole thing would be pretty. People booing Rodgers, I remember. Right, all that.
4: I was I was actually a part of that nonsense. I was uh, working at Channel Twelve at the time, and and I was the guy who got assigned to the airport to chase the plane in Green Bay. Okay. And there were, I, I remember there were women who were crying. They were along the chain link fence. They had signs welcoming Favre back. And when he, I mean, he walked out of the plane and he was still yards away. Yeah. But when he walked by, I looked over and these women were bawling thinking he's, he's coming back. And, and that was, that was my story. I was interviewing these fans that's crazy.
7: It, it was just you gotta be kidding me. That's right? why people got so angry when they decided to part ways with Brett. I mean, how could you do that? This is Brett Favre. You know When well, and they were and they were
4: they were booing Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I
7: mean Yeah, oh
4: yeah. Of think, course. To think back to that moment he's and, what he's, and what
7: he's turned into. I know it seems like, silly. Are you kidding me? I remember how many people were starting to buy Jet stuff. I had buddies yeah. buying jet stuff, and I'm like, what are you gonna do with that in five right, years? Right, right. You know, he's... Much
4: less two years
7: exactly. when, he, well, when right. he was done. Exactly. We, well, we should try Chad in Madison, huh? Chad's, Chad's been one. hanging on for a while. Hey, Chad, how are you doing, my he, man? He's a hanging Chad. So. <laughs> yeah,
3: doing good.
11: Um, I got a 30 for 30 for you. How about uh, prom night with uh. <laughs>
7: well,
6: uh, uh, I Well, th- that one's been played out in the court of law. I think we had all the facts on the
4: table there. That's a tough one. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's a local one that might draw some interest. But yeah, if, that if one. You're, a, mm. If you're in Santa Fe, are you watching that? And do you care?
7: It's a good question, pro- I guess. Pro- probably
4: not. No. Uh, probably don't even know what happened. Pro- you're right. Yeah. To start at the very beginning. Uh, time to take a break. When we come back, we get back to baseball. And Todd Rosiak, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. He's the beat reporter for the Brewers. He'll try to explain. What's going on with the crew out west? <music> Drew Olson show rolls on on your Tuesday with Bob Brainerd in the substitute teacher chair for Drew Olson, along with KB and Armin. How were the hot dogs, KB? They were good. Yeah, they were good. You had the little, you had the little ketchup and mustard the combo yeah. going. I am I'm trying
6: I'm trying to stay away from the. Processed. I won't be able to. It's like talked about this last week. Since I got married, my wife is such a good cook. Since I got married, I've eaten a fifth grader, and there's no going back. (laughs) There's no going back. And to this day, she wears the same wedding dress. She wears her wedding dress every day on the anniversary, and it fits perfectly.
4: Pretty awesome. Twenty six years. See, and if you turn away, if you say I'm going healthy, and now you're going to offend her, and her, and her cooking. You know, now she feels better. No, she knows. Does you know, because I blame her all the
6: time for being fat.
7: You definitely I'll kick your ass. It's your covers, fault. KB, it's your fault. Sure. Yeah,
6: pass the lasagna. But, yeah, if you weren't yeah. such a good cook. But uh, anyway, so yeah, we got uh, the 30 for 30s going. So we have what? Tiger and the Four Iron. Yeah. Prostitutes, Prospects, and Patino. Yeah. Still looking for two more. Um, are, we, are we doing the Love Boat? The Vikings Love Boat? The Love Boat has already been done, though.
7: No. Well, what about the Rogers
6: Favre? Uh? Well, this is the one that I have Hicker Hero, Brett
4: Favre's. Break with Green Bay. Go for it. Could yeah. be one. Yeah. If we're if we're doing that, if we're doing that angle, just that week, ten days in time. That's it. That's yeah, all that's it is. It. That's fascinating to everybody. Any football fan would watch that. Not just
6: right. Yeah. What happened there? All of a sudden, it's like he's going to be back with open arms. Next day, there's a meeting at his house, mm-hmm. and boom, the whole thing blows up, and he's a jet. Man, I can't. And believe no one that. knows what happened.
7: Right. I can't believe that was ten seasons ago, man. I know. Oh my gosh. That was, like, such a dramatic thing. Let's ask our uh, next guest,
4: Todd Rosiak, who covers the brew crew for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Does it well, by the way. Not You're not on the road, Todd, am I right? you're still, Correct, yeah. You're still I'm homebound?
8: You're going yeah, to Minnesota, though? Yep, yep, heading to Minnesota Friday morning.
4: Okay, so, so we'll throw this at you, and it doesn't have to be baseball-related, but 30-for-30 30 30 topic, what would you like to see that would be must-see TV?
8: Oh, man. Really I know. On the spot. It'd I, know. To, I think it would have to be something pro-wrestling related. Pro-wrestling? just Yeah, that's just the immature me. Um, I mean, they've done a few of them, or at least on the one, the Ric Flair. Um, but I know we're talking just in generalities, man. How about something on the Crusher?
6: Crusher would not be bad. Nice Wisconsin tie there. Yeah. I was yeah. kind of impartial. I like the flying Ganyas.
8: Myself. Yeah, I mean, there were, there were other guys, you know, I grew up on the old AWA stuff myself, too, you know, uh, the High Flyers, uh, you know, Baron Von Raschke, you know, that stuff, but, you know, the, the, the Crusher was, you know, kind of synonymous with this area and, you know, upper Midwest and everything, and obviously he's getting a little bit of a push with the statue in South Milwaukee and everything. I honestly don't know much about him. I know, um, I think, I think his grandson actually wrestled in South Milwaukee or something, um, Maybe some of your listeners can chime in with that later, but I just found him a very fascinating guy as a kid, and and he kind of fell off the the landscape, maybe by design as he got older, but um, just an incredibly talented uh, entertainer and wrestler and everything. I'd be interested to hear more about that.
6: It's that that was a part that was a staple of my I'm I'm old enough, it was a staple of my Sunday mornings growing up. Yeah. Was that wrestling with the Ganyas and the Crusher, Baron von Roschke, Mean Gene, Okerlund, Oger, and then followed up with Notre Dame football highlights where they had the game before <laughs> with, That's you right. know, after an exchange That's of punts, right. after an exchange of punts, we move on to action in the third quarter.
8: Yes, <laughs> yes. I, I do want to say my, my entire week last week was made, maybe my entire month. um, I got a follow on Twitter from Mean Gene himself.
2: Really so nice. nice. Worked, but
8: I was like over the moon. That's amazing about that. So yeah, very cool. I don't know if he's a brewer fan, Under, undercover brewer fan, or what. But uh, if he's not, you know, he's going to be sorely uh, disappointed with my timeline, my Twitter timeline. All
4: right. So, so maybe something on the and and, and the Crusher, as his career went on. I mean, he became a national. So it, this has more more bite to it than just Wisconsin folks watching. I mean, I, this is a. This, he had a national following. He would definitely. Yeah, he did,
8: be... and then he, um, you know, he was, he was what he, what he would do is when the WWF kind of expanded and would start would come to Milwaukee and, and uh, you know, put on events at the auditorium, the arena, and later the Bradley Center. He uh, he wrestled with Hulk Hogan a number of times. I I saw some of those live, you know, um, and there was nobody bigger than Hogan in the business as we know. So obviously, people. You know they were catching him at the tail end of his career, and I don't think he was doing a whole lot at that point as far as the physicality. Obviously, Hulk was a, was a big draw, but um, you know those two together that was very interesting too. So uh, maybe some other people outside of the area, more people would, uh, would would know who he is too.
4: We're chatting with Todd Rosiak, who covers the Brewers and and wrestling apparently for the Milwaukee Journal <laughs> Sentinel. I, I see when when you're on the road sometimes, you know, and you will take ball players and Hardricourt and vassalo from the on the Brewers I mean you guys will go to some of these wrestling events did you turn on Hardricourt, or was he a you know undercover wrestling fan
8: um I think kind of the way it worked you know I, I've been on the beat what eight years now I think and yeah eight years and one of the first things Mike vasalo and I discovered when we met each other was that we were you know he's a little bit younger than I am but we're both huge 80s wrestling fans because that's what we grew up with. He grew up in New York. I grew up in Milwaukee here. So um, we had a little bit kind of different or perspectives on it. He was a huge WWF guy. I wasn't crazy about the WWF. I watched it, but I was more AWA and um, you know, the stuff that was on TBS and everything. So uh, we, we kind of, we, we immediately bonded over that. And then I think Tom and and uh, Adam McAlvey both kind of have come along for the ride, so to speak. So, Mike has been wonderful with his uh, his connections with WWE and we've been able to get to go to some of these events and everything and meet a lot of these guys and it's been really cool and it's a good bonding thing too you know kind of we, we spend a lot of time together obviously at the ballpark on the road etc spring training we're around each other all the time so to be able to kind of break the monotony up a little bit and do some of those kind of fun bonding things is it, pretty cool it's almost Almost like team building, although we're all kind of doing our own things, obviously work wise.
4: Yeah, yeah, you got you got to have that. Um, so even though you're not with the team right now, I know you watch from afar, and I mean it, it's it's fun. The the victory last night, fun. But this this team, it's still hot and cold. It's you mm-hmm. know you go from the highs like last night, and then, and then they could turn around and get shut out tonight. And you've seen that all, all year long where it's that like you just can't put your finger on what they're going to do from night to night. But in in the long run, it's it's working, isn't it?
8: Yeah. And I, and I think those those kind of head-scratching stretches, I think, are getting shorter and shorter here. We're seeing them sustain better play here for longer periods of time. Um, you know, we were joking before they left on the trip that if they couldn't get the offense going at Coors seal, the season was over. Yeah, obviously, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but you know what I mean. I mean, they were coming off the shutout at home against Carlos Carrasco and um, just so inconsistent offensively, but obviously they won three or four at Tours Field, hit the ball well, and then uh, kind of the late-game outburst last night against Arizona's bullpen. So they've got things rolling, and they're playing they're playing well in all areas. It's just been, to me the story of the season has been the bullpen. Just incredible, incredible work by those guys and in a bullpen that I don't think anybody really looked at coming into the season as being dominating or dominant or a focal point of the team. You know, I mean there obviously were nice pieces down there starting with Knable, Josh Hader. I don't think anybody could have foreseen what Hayter was going to become so quickly. But just the way everybody's kind of gelled and still and, and rolled Jeremy Jeffress. I mean, my gosh, the guy's been unbelievable. Um, so basically, everybody down there has been doing a terrific job, and it's 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 the way baseball is going. If you can get a solid five innings from your starter, the guy can keep you in the game, hand it over to those guys in the bullpen, and let them go. It's it's definitely been fun to watch.
4: Todd, not that this is uh, you know necessary, but are these guys accessible? Uh, to, to you and the other members of the media I, I would think they would be because when things are going right guys seem to open up and they want to share more and th- they're 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 chattier whereas you know if things are going bad then they want to blame the media and they want to you know just you know keep it to two-word answers so i would imagine access is pretty good right now
8: yeah yeah obviously it always helps when they're when, when you're winning and you're performing well uh, but I, I will say this that this year's group, very much like last year's group, has, has been tremendous to be around and to work with. Um, I really can't think of anybody off the top of my head that's even been really the remote, remotely salty this year to this point. And, you know, obviously they've gone. With
0: Lucky Land Sluts, you can get lucky just about anywhere.
8: kind of ups and downs, I mean, you know, talking to, to Brett Phillips, you know, about the constant call-ups and down, you know, and sending back down, obviously he's back, he's back in Colorado Springs but just a tremendous attitude about it, you know, Brent Suter has had some up and ups and downs already this year, being in the rotation, being pulled out, now being put back in, you know, tremendously educated guy, says all the right things, he's fun. Fun to talk to. Um, there, there's really no, there's there's not any negativity in that clubhouse, and I, and you can't say that about teams in the past. You can't say that about years in the past. There have always kind of been you know, bad apples, and not many. You know I don't want to make it out to seem like it's a you know a, a toxic environment or anything, because certainly was nothing like that. But um, really, to a man, this year everybody's been tremendous to work with, even even in, in the, low, the the low period. So that's what makes part of, you know, that's part of what makes my job fun and, and, and talking to these guys and, you know, hearing them out. I, I've had a tremendous amount of time, uh, fun uh, this year, especially, um, talking to guys like Jesus Aguilar, you know, it's just fascinating to me, um, Hernan Perez guys who, you know, Latin, Latin guys who've come over and just the stories that they tell about, you know, learning English and, and basically every guy in the clubhouse, every Latin guy, um, does his interviews in English, even if they're a little bit halting or, you know, a little bit unsure of themselves, um, they try, you know, and you got to give them all the credit in the world for trying that, even though there is a translator available. Um, I did a 20-minute interview with Jesus Aguilar a few weeks ago, and he only needed the translator twice and it was really good. So it's just kind of, you know, those fun things, those cool things that you pick up and that you that, that develop over the course of the season, and that's, to me, that's just one of several stories, I guess. There's several things this year that have really jumped out to me so far.
6: And and it is a fun team because they've embraced the whole social media thing rather than been afraid of it. And I just would love to see the team just bring uh, Brent Phillips and Tim Dillard along just to be on the bench and just have fun. Maybe, you know, Phillips will play every once in a while, but just to have guys like that around to be knuckleheads.
8: Oh man, it would be awesome. I mean, we love we love Dillard too. Obviously, he's great. Um, he's a very creative guy. Whenever he's done playing baseball, he's he's got a career um, in media somehow, some way. And a, I'm sure the Brewers would probably hire him in some kind of capacity because he's that good. Maybe he could be a broadcaster. Just a just a really funny, down to earth guy. And so you know, we all know Phillips. The guy He's nuts, but in a good way. Uh, you know, I, I'm sure many people saw my reaction from Cincinnati a couple of weeks ago when he was hiding under the bench when we were talking to council. Unbelievable! Who, who does that? You know, who, who does that in the major leagues, and then does it in a way that's not disrespectful to the game or makes you look like you're not being professional? It was just a funny little moment in time that created another viral moment on Twitter and social media, but was was kind of just good-natured fun, you know, and um, you, need, you need guys like that on, on teams to kind of keep thing, help keep things loose and uh, not to say that some of the veterans on this team don't do that as well, but they certainly don't have the really, you know, most of them, I would say, don't have the super outgoing personalities like, uh, you know, like a Brett Phillips or a Tim Billard.
6: And we had talked about this right before we started talking to you. You know, it's the the journalists in the dining car and the things that they saw. And Half those guys back in olden times were crazy too. And now it probably makes it easier for you covering the team that when you have guys that are, do this and are out front with it, you know, they're more likable, more approachable and what have you.
8: Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just they they when Phillips this is, this might be a little bit overboard, but when Phillips is up Spring training, you know, every day when he was in the major league uh, clubhouse, um, it's almost like you can't wait to get in into the clubhouse and see what's going to happen. You know, and so in, in most days really nothing does happen, but there's always the potential for something for something cool to happen that you can write about or something that you can that you can witness. Um, you know, after the, uh, when the the night, so Phillips did that thing with under the bench before a game in Cincinnati that night. After the game, they won the game, and I and I went up to him in the clubhouse, and I was just like, "Really? You know, where, what were you thinking? Where did this come from?" And he started going into one of his laughing fits, which I was like, "Oh, oh
12: god,
1: I yeah, I
8: didn't mean to start this." You know, like I was just like, you know, messing around with him, and, and about three different times he like started doing it, but then kind of caught himself, and I just walked away because I didn't want to create a whole big scene because that's what it becomes. You know, like when he has one of those laughing fits, literally entire clubhouse will come and the players will get in a big circle this is what happened in spring training several times all the players get into a big circle around them and just laugh i mean it's, it's hilarious so i don't want to get him going on that but it's just it, it does make make the job much more interesting much more fun when you have willing subjects to talk to and guys that are truly friendly and and have Something to say and have a personality. So much, so much better to
4: do. Yeah, good on you, Todd Rosiak, and good on the Brewers because whatever works, keep them laughing, keep them loose. Thanks for joining us, Todd. Todd will be heading to the Twin Cities to cover the last leg of the longest road trip this season by the Brew Crew. Safe travels, my friend. See
8: you later, you turkey next.
1: <laughs>
4: Todd Rosiak, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. We'll come back to wrap up hour number two in the Drew Olson Show. And then there's this, KB. This, this is like, like the lead into a Duran Duran song. Uh, it's Pink Floyd.
6: I just, you know what? I just, I just let Armin go can sometimes. I, can I, can I don't I, understand. Well Pink Floyd's not bad, right? No, pay, but, no, no. It's but, great. I, I love yeah. Pink Floyd. I just don't understand your logic can
4: sometimes. I, that can was be, that was like like right. The, the
7: moody Pink Floyd. You know, if it sounds, if it seems weird, it is. For this reason Can I be 100% Moody Transparent P- Hey
4: Moody Pink Floyd Is kind of redundant Isn't it That's true Okay I thought
7: I I thought I had this one Queued up But it's Titled the same <laughs> I really thought I had this song playing Operator error So it was the uh, It was the It was not this Learning to Fly It was the other one But they're both good Yeah
6: Yeah this one's a little bit better, but
7: that, and I thought I had this one ready. And all of a I mean, they're I'm both like, yeah, they're both good. This right. one is a little more apropos. Now. Wait a minute, why do I have Pink Floyd playing? Right, so there you go. You can under, you can there, yeah. there's a little well, transparency. Well, anyway, there we go. Yeah,
4: um, we're looking for a fourth thirty yeah. for thirty. We got three. We got three. So we're building to
6: get to four. Well, you know we have four, but one of them I want to take off the board because I know the way that everyone's going to vote. Yeah. So you know we want to have people think about this, but we had. The whole Tiger marriage meltdown. What happened the night he got the four iron through the window? Uh, prostitutes, prospects, and Patino, the whole Louisville basketball thing. Um, and then we had uh, Favre, F- Hick, or Hero, that 10-day period. But if we put that up there, everyone's going to say they want to see that. Right. So why do a poll? Right. So that would be like a 30-for-30 30 30
4: emeritus. So, if you will, so if yeah, so we're gonna take it off the board unless yeah. we're, like so. So we need you to call in four one four seven nine nine one nine two zero. or go on Twitter Armin KB Bob Brainerd. All three. I mean, you can hit all Drew Olson show. You can hit all of us up. You know, throw your topic out there. But yeah, it it, it almost needs to not lean heavy Wisconsin Milwaukee just so that it, it can be on the same level as the other three. Right. So. We need something that's got some meat on the bone. Something that you would watch and be intrigued by. By, but the Favre thing would be great. That it ten, would be. That yeah. ten day period
6: yeah. when you didn't, when he thought he was coming back, he was retired. He was going to come back. He didn't. The plane landing, putting it out on social media or on his web page. Yeah. You know the the SUV tearing out of Lambeau Field when he was all mad and
4: was leaving for good. That's a great, great documentary there's meat there but, definitely no doubt but you know folks out there they they probably have some some of their own ideas too so we need to to add to the list give us two more solid ones and then if you give us two good ones we'll take the far one off right. the tote board right and then and then we'll do the voting from there um in the next hour our final hour together we're gonna we're gonna kick around a lot more um des to the packers we, we got to kick that around don't we i mean. It was Jason Witt, new Monday Whitten. night football yep. guy, says he thinks Des Bryant is the perfect fit for Green Bay. So you can call in and chime in on that on whether or not that's a you know, a piece of the puzzle that they want to explore. Does Des want to buy into that? Because he wouldn't be top banana in Green Bay, would he? Uh no, he wouldn't. But how much trouble could he get in? Oh, in Packer Land you
6: mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe there there have been other players that have come to Green Bay that have been troublemakers, you know, or considered to be troublemakers that have done well. Yeah.
4: You know, so, you know, maybe it's what he needs. Maybe it's the change of venue he needs. I remember when they got John Jefferson, and they paired him up with Sterling Sharp, and, and J.J. was... I don't know if he's a troublemaker. He but He was I mean, raucous. He was raucous. Lofton, you mean? I'm sorry. Lofton, yeah. yeah, yeah. And 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 so he came in. He settled down. He was okay being number two to
7: Lofton. Right. I think it can work out. I really do. Yeah. But I mean, you also get him at a good price, probably, and he's probably hungry to win. But it's interesting. Is this just Jason Wooden saying he thinks it'll happen, or does he know something? That's what I want to yeah, know.
4: He said it's a perfect fit. So, no. but I mean, but I mean if, you're, if you're a wide receiver and Aaron Rodgers is throwing you passes, aren't you a perfect fit?:'t matter what: Armin's matter. a perfect fit.
7: Exactly. <laughs> OK? <laughs> yeah.
4: No,
6: he's going on ESPN. He's saying something that's going to get him coverage
4: and attention. That and more will draw your attention on the final hour of the Drew Olson Show..
2: on the Drew Elson Show, powered by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. The Red Hot Brewers beat the Diamondbacks last night in Phoenix. Throw to the plate, and safe at home is Saladino, in inside the park home run. And the game went so late that Drew decided to blow off work today. Not really. Our captain is out today, but Bob Brainerd of Spectrum Sports joins KB in the quest for truth, justice, and cold beer at a reasonable price. The guys will talk Brewers, NBA playoffs, sports gambling, and the possibility of Des Bryant joining the Packers? And now, one of them does play-by-play... The other just plays around. Here's Bob Bradert and KB. Mr. Kind of a big deal. You know, just hanging out. I just want you to know, Drew, I'm only doing this for you, buddy. I don't even know he <laughs> it is. He's the man. I respect the Scorpion. Dilly, dilly. Dilly, dilly. We'll do it live. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Don't ask me to do nothing. This is nothing. Well, actually, I do like Braun better than Aaron Rodgers. Who <laughs> fighters? He could be a freak on the court and on the shit oh You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
3: Beneath his stormy surface
2: flowed the warm tide of compassion and kindness. And here he is, having the time of his life. Andrew, you are not the host.
4: Andrew's not with us, so we don't know if he is or he isn't. Uh, Drew Olson, MIA this afternoon, but he's back tomorrow with the usual crew, which is KB. Armin and Armin, and tomorrow is our figure it out day. Have oh, you ever yeah. played that with us? No, a couple times, and I failed miserably. So that's why I agreed to come in today, knowing there would be no quiz bowl. Oh, Donald won last week. Yeah, did it, he? It's the first time a guest has ever won. Really? Yeah. Dan was well, just Dan was just in here, and he didn't pound his chest and say, "No,
7: guests have uh, never won before." Huh? I, I don't think
4: so. Thought Ted Perry
6: won, no. Oh, I don't know. Well, we'll find out on yeah. Twitter if we miss that. Yeah,
4: one. yeah. No kidding. Um, so, that yeah, that's tomorrow, uh, the usual Wednesday. Right. Bob Brainerd in for Drew today. Uh, doubleheader for me. I, I get to call softball after this, Donna Muskego. Girls softball. High school softball. On Spectrum Sports. That's fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's a quick game. You yeah, know, yeah, get, get in, get out. So, Muskego and Kettle Moraine for those folks that want to.
7: Isn't my alma mater no, doing no. well, Greenfield? They're uh, doing very well. They're undefeated, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they? they're doing very well. They got a great ch- chance to go to state. This is the year, baby. You think so? Yeah. F- Hustling Hawks? They were always... The oh, even when I was in high school, they were always good at softball, but always lost, like, one nothing in the state f- sectional final or something. Yeah, you got
4: to get over the hump yeah, to, yeah, to exactly. get, get to the Goodman Goodman Diamond in Madison. That's that's what everyone's shooting for. Um, so we've been covering a lot of items uh, on, on the Drew Olsen Show today. Um, and we were just touching on Des Bryant because former teammate of his, Jason Witten, who's now doing Monday Night Football, he says... Des Bryant would be the perfect fit in Green Bay. And
6: to which everyone has jumped on the bandwagon and said Des Bryant is coming to Green Bay. Yeah, yeah, done deal. Right. Done deal. Devonte Adams,
4: Devonte Adams out here. Des Bryant here. You know, there are Jimmy a lot Graham of, in Jimmy Graham tight end.
6: There are a lot of receivers out there that would be a good fit in right. Green Bay. Right.
4: You, you if you're, if you're not a good receiver, you automatically become better in Green Bay because of the scheme, because of the coach, because of the quarterback. So, yeah, Jason Witten says that, but there's
6: no, I, there's no proof to whether or not. They've talked to Des right. Bryant. They've talked to Des Bryant's agent. We don't know if Jason Witten has talked to Des mm-hmm. Bryant, but we do know that Jason Witten is going to be on ESPN and doing Monday Night Football. So if you're on a football talk show, why not make a bold statement to get your name out in the press? Not necessarily from the perspective of as a player, but from
4: someone who knows the inside of the industry. Yeah. He, he's he's already trying to prove his worth even As before, a journalist. They do, before they do the first game in right. September.
7: The thing that's interesting is I hadn't heard about uh, Des Bryant's free agency for a while. And I thought, like, oh, I thought that'd be wrapped up
9: by now, I guess. I mean, I, I always... He must be trouble if no one's jumping. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com.
12: It's my little escape.
9: Now Judy's the life of the party.
12: Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon.
9: Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. J-j-jumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Banana. Well,
4: and the Ravens offered him, offered him a deal and he turned it down it wasn't it wasn't enough money
7: i I would think that and, he wants to stay in the NFC East too i think there's to be some spite involved after getting cut by the cowboys so I, like richard sherman going to the 49ers right i
4: just want to know where where des bryant where his head is you know because again if you're going to come here to green bay wisconsin Devontae adams is the guy i mean heck Jordy Nelson is gone because they see the future with, with Devontae Adams. Right. So so you, you're not going to be the Dez Bryant of old with the Dallas Cowboys. You're going to be the number two banana. Heck, you might even be number three if Jimmy Graham becomes this, you know, comfort zone security blanket for Aaron Rodgers. So you got to buy into that. you got to buy into the money that they're willing to give up, which is not going to be as much because we all know who's going to get a whole bunch of money here pretty soon. Yeah, I would. I would think so. And, and then you got you got to buy into the culture thing, which KB brought up. I mean,
6: <laughs> well, if he hasn't moved that quickly, and there aren't people that are beating the path to his agent's yeah.
7: door, there's got to be something happening. Maybe there. he just wants too much. I mean, I think as a 29 year old receiver, teams aren't looking at a, a big price tag. They want to probably get him for a cheaper deal, a sure. one or two year deal. Sure. So that could be part of it as well. But so. can, can Des buy into
4: the culture shock of going from Dallas, Texas to Green Bay, Wisconsin? You right. know, I mean, 29 years old, so he's still I mean, a young guy in his mind as far as what he wants around him. You know, if, if, he was, if he was pushing 32, 33 years old, then you say, look, i got yeah. a couple years left. I just want to go try to win a ring. I just want to play football. I don't need all the distractions. Right. Then you'd say his head's in the right place. Then you'd say he's ready for Green Bay. But is he now? Is his mind ready for he, Green Bay? Does he
7: still want to be a star type of thing? Yeah. That's
4: the other part. That's the other part. So time will tell if this happens or not. But yeah, Witten sees it as a fit. Of, of course, it's a fit. You know, any
7: receiver is a fit
4: with That's Aaron right. Rodgers,
7: basically. Yeah.
4: Um, the other thing that we kicked around and we're still kicking around is our poll, not the uh, stripper poll of the day poll, but it's it, it, KB's cobbling together a poll for a possible 30 for 30 that you would watch that you would want to see. And we've got two pretty good topics so far. We need two more to make it a complete four because we're taking one off the board. Well, we're taking one off the board because we know that's what everyone is going to
6: answer. Right. Anytime I do these polls, and I always get in a a discussion with Drew about these when we're putting them together, and I don't like to do polls where I know the answer to and ninety percent of the time, if you put a Packers subject in there, done. It's done. It's Everything over. is going to be the Packers, right? So we have right now uh, for the next thirty for thirty. Tiger's marriage meltdown, which we're calling Tiger and the Four Iron. Uh, Louisville basketball having to give up that national championship, which is titled Prostitutes. Uh, prospects in Patino, right? Which I think is awesome. Uh, that 10 day period when Favre retired, unretired, came back, you know, the big we thought he was coming back into the fold yep. until he just blew out of Lambeau Field in the SUV. So, we're calling that one Hero or Hick or Hick or Hero, They're, Brett yeah. Favre, Hick or Hero, Either or.
4: and then we need one more, yeah. So. A- and and we and we- we all agree. We love the Favre story. We love the angle. This but know
9: that's what everyone's going to yeah, vote for. This,
4: this, this isn't about Favre popping pills or you know, or just you know his off the field shenanigans. It's it's this particular point in time that would have interest to football fans in general. They would find that fascinating because, I mean, we were all riveted in Wisconsin from the outside let's say you're 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 a Baltimore Ravens fan you're you're watching this going what the heck's going on there you know what's what's the deal with Favre and Rodgers you know what's 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 the story there so i think that that's got some bite to it but i'll, I'll uh, adhere to kb as well i mean well, we, I we, mean, all know we can gonna, go with that one we, we got to get it up quick so yeah yeah so we need one more and you can call us with your story idea 414-799-1920 you can go on Twitter, Armin's Twitter, KB's Twitter, my Twitter, Drew Olson Show Twitter, whatever. Tweet away and throw it out there. Some, somebody tweeted about the Aaron Hernandez story and, Aaron
7: Hernandez, yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: Um, the whole Larry Nassar thing, you know, there's one coming on that. Yeah,
7: Deflate the Gate. I mean, would we watch Deflate Gate? You know, all the if there was if there was more information than we have. Yeah. I mean, there's really nothing. I
6: you know, I wouldn't yeah, want. I don't uh, want to watch anything with the Patriots. Uh, yeah. Unless it's perfectly sc-
7: honest with you, no, I'm with you. What about this supposed feud that they're having with Brady and uh, Bill Belichick and all those things? Yeah, if that might be interesting. If there's meat, if you something know, happens, yeah, yeah,
4: that, that's like the flake gate. If there, if somebody is going to go on and reveal something and finger Tom Brady and say, yeah, he did this, and I have proof. You know, if 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 there's something new, then I'm in. But right, right, it's got to be new. It's got to be fresh. That's like so, that's like the the Vikings Love Boat. I mean we've seen it. There's Right. Nothing nothing has transpired in the years since that tells us, oh, we gotta revisit that now. Right. Right. And I don't know, it's it's salacious, but
6: well I'd watch that. Yeah, I pretty much would watch yeah. that. I'm in. I'm all in on that one. KB's
4: in. Yeah. But that's not surprising, is it? No. Any threat of possible nudity, he's in. Yes. Um Stephanie Sutton's coming up. She had quite the day yesterday in her her dealings, covering the world of sports, over at Channel 12 in Milwaukee. She'll tell us about that and more when we return on the Drew Olson Show. Well, we're going there because we're running out of time. And KB is posting our four selections for future 30 for 30 topics. Go. Okay. So we have, um,
6: we have the first one is Tiger's uh, Marriage Meltdown, which we're calling Tiger and the Four Iron. Uh, and then we have Louisville Basketball Surrender the National Championship, which is Prostitutes, Prospects, and Patino. Uh, then we just got one in, which I just you know, threw out there. Wade Boggs' Epic Airline Drinking Binges. <laughs> so we're calling that 24 for 30.
4: <laughs> this just came in last this second? This one just came in okay. last second. All right.
6: And then the meteoric rise of e-gaming which uh, I'm going to refer to as Thumbs Away. Nice. There you go. So that's what we're
4: going with. Yeah, K- that's good. KB could have a job just titling these. I mean, the 30 for 30 guys should just say, they're sitting in a room going, okay, now what do we call it? What do we call it? Call KB. He's got it.
7: Audio said well, that wasn't was, was uh, a nine iron. That's what Adia said. I know it's a four iron. Four okay. Iron. yeah. Got to know your irons. Yep. Be the ball. Um,
4: should we get bring Steph on? Yeah. yeah. Stephanie Sutton. Good friend of mine from WISN 12 Sports joining us now on the Drew Olson Show. Hi, stuff.
12: Hi, Bob Rannard. How are you?
4: Um, good, but I want to know how you are after your, you. You kind of had a starstruck day covering sports at Channel 12 yesterday. Tell all the folks about it.
12: Yeah, it wasn't your typical Monday at Channel 12. Uh, let's see. Well, I knew going in. That we had a sit-down interview. Not myself, Danny was my sports director. I had a sit-down interview with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. But the cool part was, I mean, he was coming to our station. It's not like we met him at the new Buck or construction site, what have you. So about five o'clock, a little before, uh, Kareem strolls in the studio of Channel 12, the big one too. So that was pretty cool. Get to sit down interview with him. Uh, Dan's interview with him, but by the way, will air tonight on Channel 12. Uh, let's give you a little taste of it at 5 and 6, and the story itself will air tonight at 10. But then afterwards, and then usually, by you know how this is in KB2. Um, when you're out there, you usually don't ask for autographs or pictures or whatever. But I'm going to be honest. I, I was sitting there, and we were done with the interview, and I'm like, the hell is this? Uh, I'm, hey, Kareem, got I take a picture? You know, real quick. So I got to take a picture with Kareem. The sports department, uh, all of us in the sports department got to take a picture with Kareem along with our news director and our EP, Renee, So that was really, really cool. He was uh, he was pretty cool. They talked about everything from, obviously, Dancing with the Stars to the Bucks to Colin Kaepernick. It was, uh, it was a pretty cool half-hour experience to be in, in the same room with Kareem Bill jabbar
4: When it's somebody like Kareem, you know, someone that just transcends sports and, uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just got to – be a little giddy like you were and say, can I get a picture? We were an auditor- Were you?
12: Of course, you know, Needles. Yeah, Needles I, was, was giddy? I uh, Well, it's funny. Yeah, you know me pretty well. But I, funny enough, I actually interviewed Kareem one-on-one on the ballroom dance floor just a few weeks ago because I was out in L.A. covering him and a on Dancing with the Stars. So I actually got to interview him myself just a few weeks ago, so that was pretty cool. But, but Bob, KB, the night wasn't done. No, no, that was 5 o'clock. So then let's fast forward to 6 o'clock last night, and I was told Bob Eucher was being honored uh, by the Armed Forces for the Citizen Support Award and to go down. And I'm thinking, like, you know, sometimes Bob Euchre at the ballpark, and he's, not, he's busy himself, but he's not easy to get to. So I'm like, well, I hope we can get in there Sure enough, uh, we get shuffled over to the Wisconsin Club last night, and uh, they bring us up to the second floor, and all of a sudden we are in a room with Bob Eucher, Governor Scott Walker, in the Archbishop of Milwaukee. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> okay. I mean, like, do we even belong in this room? So that was kind of cool. And then uh, Bob pulled off to the side. I got him in a different room. And I got the interview him for a few minutes. He was so pleasant. And then, once again, I've never done this with Bob Uecker, and I've interviewed him before. I'm like, hey, can I, can I grab a picture with you? And I wanted to be like, just because I got one with a legend about an hour ago. I'd like to get one now. So um, I did that again. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, double,
4: nice. double your legend ple- pleasure. Uh, so... I want to know, go back to Dancing with the Stars, how light on his feet was, was Kareem? Because I'm thinking, you know, when I heard he was going to do that at seven two, I'm thinking he's going to be just, you know, tripping all over himself.
12: You know, honestly, for his size and frame and his height, he's the tallest contestant ever to compete on Dancing with the Stars. And let's be honest, he might be the most famous one. Um, you know, Kirstie Alley, I know, was famous from actors, but I mean... You can't get pretty much more famous than Kareem. Most people all all over the world know who he is. He wasn't bad, but I did notice if you weren't a great dancer, you kind of had a supporting cast. So all those figure skaters that would dance, they were solo because they were that good. They were almost as good as the pros. Where someone like Kareem, you know, there were some other dancers dancing around him. But honestly, for seven foot one, two, I mean, he's tall. Uh, he, he, He was okay.
6: He was not bad. So, Steph, I, I mean, you said we never fly anybody because it's kind of part of the rule. But is there anyone who you didn't fly for a photo that you really wish you could have?
12: Oh, man. Um, I remember interviewing actually Landon Donovan for a live report back in California, and he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And to this day, I regret just not doing in the live shot, can you can you sign the cover of my Sports Illustrated? Like, I should have just done it. Um, you know, you know, you're not, again, you're not supposed to get autographs. My love them. I have friends that are not really family, but friends. Like, hey, can you get this autograph? I'm like, no, I really can't get an autograph. Um, so, yeah, I would say that was kind of interesting. I, You know, no one else really athletic-wise, I mean, because I've, I've met them all. John McNamara is one of my heroes growing up. I really like Johnny Mack. I got an interview with him. But, again, I never asked to pose for a picture, honestly, until, like, really, like, yesterday. I, th-
4: I think – and, and and the times have changed now, Steph. And I think because of – you don't have to haul out the, the big Polaroid anymore. That you can do these quick. And I think even the most curmudgeonly people, if you say, hey, can I just take a quick pick? I mean, it is you, – you, you hunker up next to them. You turn your your, your phone around. Boom. take the. Pick. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal anymore right. that they have to stop and pose. And, you know, I, I think it's so easy now that even somebody that's like – they're shaking their head over this. They're like, yeah, okay, you know, give it your best shot.
12: Right. Like, you just whip out your phone really quick, and you know it's only going to take a few seconds. And for Kareem, I mean, it was just cool that I got – I did get an individual picture of just me and him, and he's hes so tall. So I love being that tiny next to someone that tall. That was, that was really cool. But, again, I think that was – again both of these settings, that one was at Channel 12, and, like, Bob Euker was at the Wisconsin Club. I don't think I would ask – Bob Muecher to pose for a picture at Miller Park while I'm working there. I just, I don't think I would. So when we were in a different type of study, I thought, you know what?
4: Why not? So without giving away all of the interview that, that needles did with, with Kareem and KB and R and I, we, we were kicking this around. He has really mellowed over the years. I mean, there was a time that he wouldn't even think about coming back to Milwaukee. Now he's here all the time. It, from what you gathered from the interview, uh, is, has he mellowed? Has he smoothed off the rough edges? Has he turned into almost like a different person than the player he was back in his Bucks days?
12: Without a doubt. He seems to have found uh, a fondness for Milwaukee that maybe was lost for many, many years. Um, I think he understands that people around here really appreciate him and the fact that he brought an NBA championship. And honestly, one of the questions that Dan asked, he goes, are you surprised? The Bucks have not won an NBA championship since you he were here, um, and I'll give away this. Thing. I, I mean, he said, "Yeah." He goes between the ownership and the quality players, and the fact that they pay the players here. He's surprised that the Bucks have not won since he brought a championship here back in 1971.
6: Interesting, yeah. So, Steph, we've been talking all afternoon about what you would like to. We would like to see as thirty for thirties. And uh, the four that we came up with, and, and we want to ask you what you would love to see as a 30 for 30. We have uh, Tiger in the 4-iron, his marriage meltdown when Elon threw the 4-iron through the back of his car. Um, uh, Prospects and Prostitutes and Patino, talking about Louisville losing the national title. Um, 24 for 30, which is Wade Boggs' epic cross-country
0: airline drinking bidges Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And the meteoric rise of e-gaming that we're calling
6: thumbs away. But what would you love to see as a thirty for thirty? Oh, uh,
12: honestly, your first—I like your first pick right away. Tiger Woods. I would love to see what happened there. i um, I mean, has there been a Ryan Braun thirty for thirty? Like, what happened with that whole thing? Um, I don't know how scandalous that is compared to some other things in the sports world, but at least it's scandalous around here. I don't know. I can't. I
6: mean, that's, that's, I guess that pops in my head. We did have one that we took I, off. We did have one we took off the board simply because we knew that's what everyone would vote for, and that was uh, Fav, Hick, or Hero, and it would cover that ten-day period when he came back and then didn't come back, and the plane landing and flying out of Lambeau Field in the SUV.
12: That has not already been a 30 for
6: 30. I'm surprised it hasn't been. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, yeah, think, I don't just, think it's... it's yeah, not just that not part.
12: Not just that part. Um, well, not, Bob Brennan and I covered that. We were both uh, yep. involved with that whole craziness. In fact, I remember, and this is how long it's been, my husband and I took a trip to Paris, and we were having dinner across from the Notre Dame, and I'm literally sitting there, kind of getting away from all the you know craziness around here, and it was very nice, and there's a guy like, right across the restaurant wearing a Favre shirt. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. And I said, what's going on? He goes, Viva La Favre. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, I can't even escape this all the way across the world.
4: Yeah, but he was from like New was London, from not London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, big uh, – so, so, Steph, I, I I told the story to, to, to the guys and the listeners that I had airport duty that that day. I was out at Austin Straubel, yeah. and I, I had the, the crying women with the signs who were at the chain-link fence. W- were, were weren't you the one that you were chasing around the, the, with the helicopters and, and and the SUV? Wasn't that your assignment?
12: Um, I remember. I think I was at the stadium. It was that that was the scrimmage game,
4: right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, so well, you were at the stadium when and, the, and the, everybody was trying to get up in the suite, right? When is and, his, and it was family right. night. It was family night, and yeah, I think I was trying to get up in the suite. I remember
12: one of the nights. One of my lines was. You've heard of Brett, Brett Steak Steakhouse. We are on Brett Steak Steakhouse. Like, it was like, it was crazy. Oh, my God. It was God. one of us. Like, it, was, it was Bob. It was myself. It was a news report. Like, one of us was always up in Green Bay near that airport on Favre alert. It was
4: crazy. I remember it well. I remember it well. Okay, after, so after your big day covering a couple of legends uh, in Milwaukee yesterday, probably a big letdown day. Day. Are you Are you heading to work? Probably a big letdown day if you are. Well,
12: you can't hear him in my car taking left and right obviously i'm speaker i'm on both hands are on the wheels okay uh yeah no uh yeah it's gonna be kind of boring today to be honest with you
1: yeah nothing's
12: Uh, gonna compare to yesterday because like i'm telling you even the news director was giddy over what happened and it was cool and kareem was cool and to have someone of that stature in our studio yesterday you know a sports legend was pretty, pretty
4: awesome. Listen, listen, j- just just, to make whoever you cover today feel good. You know, if, if you go out to a, a high school field hockey game, just just grab some kid <laughs> and take a picture. Just make them feel good. Just say, look, I'm going to put you on the same plane as Kareem and Bob <laughs> Eucher. just to make them feel good. Yes, All right, I Steph? like that. All right,
12: I'll do that. I'll do that. Yeah, so when I go to that high school story, that's exactly what I'll do. Make you feel good. Yep, yeah,
4: yeah. Thank you, Steph. Have a great day. All
12: right, bye, guys. Bye, Bob. Bye, Katie.
4: By step, that is cool. I mean, Kareem and Yuk in the oh, same day, without a doubt. I, I, I'd be right with it. I'd can be taking imagine? selfies. Oh my gosh! Yeah, oh, y- you have to. I mean, I would not be taking selfies. No,
6: no, no. I would have someone else take a picture. Yeah, For, I, I wanted, wanted to eliminate two things. I wanted to eliminate from this world: the selfie and the cargo short.
4: I'm with you, brother.
7: How about feet on the internet? Can I jump that? One? <laughs> that <laughs> I'm ain't with you ever there. going away. No, no it ain't going away.
4: Uh, when we come back, more to kick around, and we got the poll started. Now we've got our four <clears throat> right now. Yeah, everyone wants to see Tiger in the four iron. Yep. And then right. we'll talk to Mike Heller, and we'll talk to we'll Mike Heller. Who he well. wants to see? Yeah, on the Drew Olson show. <laughs> Final chunk of time, radio time allotted to me. Filling in for Drew Olson on the Drew Olson Show, along with KB and Armin. I know during breaks we, we were kicking around, you know, KB's poll here that we've, we've finally been able to we finally We it.
6: finally honed in on yeah, it.
4: We we piecemealed it together. I mean, but I mean, we've had callers calling in with, with ideas and, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, not bad, but been done before. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it, I think it's been we've done got, before. I think we
6: got a good... Uh, a good four good, good base. Uh, yeah, a good base four good options. And parts of the story may have shown up in other, other thirty for thirties, but it isn't really the focal point. And so we got Tiger and the four iron, which is the story of that night, the night before Thanksgiving, when Elon Norgren put the four iron through his back window. And then John already said, "I think it's a nine iron." I said, "Well, four iron sounds more intimidating. It's tougher to hit." So right. um, then we have the Louisville surrendering the national title, uh, and we're calling that prospects prostitutes. And uh, Patino. And thanks to Andy for tweeting that one at us earlier. That was, uh, that was a rock star choice. Then 24 for 30, the story of Wade Boggs' epic airline drinking binges and the meteoric rise of e-gaming that we're calling Thumbs Away. So right now it's Tiger in the 4-iron followed by 24 for 30. Then e-gaming. And not too many people want to know about prostitutes, prospects, and Patino. Really? No, that's only Ps? 8%. Yeah. Oh. That's only 8%. So okay. Well, that's early. So they still love Tiger, good, bad, or otherwise. Yeah, they apparently. still want to know about Tiger. And, of course, the one that would, everyone would watch would be that, and I think this someone should do this, the 10-day period yep. when Favre left, came back, and the plane landing, and family night, and the suite, and booing Rogers, and the meeting that he allegedly blew everything up, and they were you ready can, to go.
4: You can, I mean, we just had Steph Sutton on from Channel 12 Sports, and you can go and get footage, too, from any of the news stations, Green Bay, Milwaukee, what have you. And and show the the coverage of a plane landing.
6: Yes, I mean. Well, and, you said you were out there. People were crying like it was the
4: Beatles invasion in '64. There, there were there were stations who had helicopters that were following the van from the airport to Lambeau Field. Helicopters. That's insane. Yeah, I know. It, 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 all of us who were covering it just that was the, the word. It was like this is insane. Why are we covering this? Because it was FARV. and it's Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, Farvin, in Wisconsin. Uh, Mike Heller, who has his own show. He doesn't have a substitute like He's Drew good. does. Yeah. I listen to him.
6: Yeah, I do, too. When I'm done here.
4: Uh, Michael, I- I- if we made this five deep, you got a 30 for 30 that you would say, oh, I- I'm there. I'm couchside.
5: Um, first, uh, the reason KB listens to the show is he hasn't figured out how to change the station. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they don't let him play with the buttons. Nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and second... I think the uh, a thirty for thirty on Favre's middle years in his career in Green Bay would be incredibly entertaining, and take it all the way up through his departure, and you get that thirty for thirty, uh, you know, on his drugs issue and his comeback from that, and culminate it with his departure from Green Bay, and I think you'd have one heck of a show.
4: Yeah, if it's if it just if that's the focal point. And because now you're getting not just the Packer fan, you're getting the NFL fan, the football fan, even just the casual fan who maybe they're not in the football, but they they've heard the stories about Favre and so they want to know more.
5: Yeah, and and I think from a from a here standpoint, uh, like if you were just doing a statewide thirty for thirty concept, that entire departure with with real information, what you know the things that really went on, you know that Andrew Brant will talk right. about and. Uh, where he said, you know, that, that they determined after the loss to the Giants in the NFC Championship game that they just couldn't win with Favre in January in Green Bay. I mean, I, I want the real stuff. I want to know the stuff that happened. I want to know that they went down and and offered him the money, and all they wanted was for him to retire. I want to know the back backroom stories of this that we only can
6: speculate about. <laughs>
4: That's right. The yeah, meeting yeah. that
6: led to the. SUV flying out of the basement at Lambeau Field. That's the stuff we
5: all want to know, isn't it? Because we all kind of have ideas, and some people claim to know certain things. But I would want to know. I'd want to know.
4: And that's Mike, Mike. That's why there were some topics that we were kicking around the studio all afternoon, where we would say, "Yeah, but what's new? What 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 would we know now that would make the doc riveting?" That we don't know. And that's why something like Deflategate, you, you know, nah, in, um, unless, unless there's somebody that's going to, you know, totally call out Tom Brady, totally call out Belichick, you, you totally have something that's different from rumor and in, innuendo and everything that we already heard.
1: Yeah, then then it's the not de- worth I, it.
5: I, I would want the gate with what Wasn't that the dude's name? Uh, the equipment guy. The deflator? Yeah. The deflator. deflator. I want those because they have been so silent. They've You've not heard a peep.
7: I don't know if they're alive. They must have gotten paid, right? I mean.
5: Oh, my goodness. They got paid so big. To never say a word. Yeah, you lost mm-hmm. your you lost
4: your job with New England, but we'll we'll take care of yes. you. You'll be fine. It it here,
7: his name was. Oh, well, I got Jim McNally. So just, <laughs> his, got his name was,
6: was uh, just Steve Bartman. Strumski. Just Strumsky. Just Strumsky just 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 is the <laughs> other. Yeah. yeah.
11: So hey, would would anything on the Ryan Braun front
5: uh, um,
11: front make a yeah. good thirty for thirty? Well, well, yeah, I, didn't call yeah. About that. I, I mean maybe. It,
5: yeah, for us. For us. For, it, I mean For it, us. Statewide would be a little bit different on the Favre departure and the Braun story. I think would be, uh, you know, I mean, can Armand produce a Larry Sanders thirty for thirty?
7: Hey now, uh, I mean, I could try. <laughs> well, I mean, is there a joke I don't there? No, I just
5: no. <laughs> yeah, I, I could like, do it.
7: Yeah, yeah. right. Well, well, uh, well, the the whole thing with the uh, the bar fight at apartment yeah, 720. Yeah, but I
5: mean, there's a lot more to cover there. Oh I'm yeah, sure. we, we
7: could try. Yeah, we definitely could so, do that. You
6: know. So guys, I don't know if that's Of the four that we came up with, what one would you watch, though? The Tiger one, the Prospects and Prostitutes and Patino? Um, uh,
5: tiger, the tiger would would be the winner on this. Not twenty four for
6: thirty. Wade Boggs, epic drinking flights across the country. <laughs>
7: <laughs> I think
5: that might entertain you more
7: than. Um. Well, what's what? Well, yeah, what's to know there anyway? Hey, this is and
5: how and I what, drink it. And he, and he and chases it down yeah. with
6: chicken, right?
5: Good point. Hey,
7: let me uh, let me.
5: Um, what does Tiger do for a living, KB? What is what is he a professional? What?
6: He's a professional golf player.
5: Okay, golf players.
6: Right. <laughs> no, golf is not a verb. He's a golfer, but golf is not a verb. That's, that's my beef. So he, does, he's, he doesn't golf. He plays golf. He doesn't go <laughs> golfing. Okay. Wow.
5: And, and, uh,
4: Welcome to Semantics 101. Hey, Brainerd,
5: have you picked up, and I'm just getting oh. KB to say this for John's edification. <laughs> yeah. Um, Brainerd, have you picked up that KB doesn't golf? He golfs. I do
6: not say it that
5: way. Is that, is that where we're going with this? Say, do I say you golf? Say, you say galf.
4: golf. Golf, golf, like golf, golf, golf. This is golf. the whole. This is the whole Candy Shack scene with 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 golf? Bill Murray's golf? character and and the Greenskeeper. Yeah, not I golfers, mean, golfers,
5: uh, golfers. That's right. And KB is a golfer. <laughs> He's a I want you to kill all the golfers. I don't think KB won't kill, kill the, the golfers. golfers. Do I say golf? You have you golf, golf, you say golf. not say golf, say yeah. golf as golf. as though it were spelled G E L F.
6: Golf or G U F. But like, I don't say Wisconsin. Well, that's no, good. No, I don't. That's, that's a bo- I have no idea. That's what a you, Bob what's Greasy what's thing, right?
4: Oh well. Yeah. L- like the gul- uh you're, you're talking like the Gulf gas station. Remember the gul- Gulf G U L F? Apparently, I'm not even gulf? saying that. I'm G-U-L-F. saying Gulf. I don't what's think.
5: It, I think he says it with an E.
4: It's like a Lord of the Rings thing. Yeah.
6: Yes, it's hard Oof. to pick up on. I don't know golf, 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 golf. golf, golf, golf. golf. Oh, now I it's in don't my mouth. Go now, now it's like th- golf. All. Oh. oh man, you know uh, what? I'm up all uh, night now. I need Thank a, you. Yeah, I need an, an Advil.
5: Uh, this is my fault. That's I'll okay. That what do you guys got this? coming up on the show today? Uh, Dan Pleasac is going to join us today. Love the sack man. Love program. him. Yeah, winner of a sports Emmy, by the way. Yeah, he's, before, so, uh, he's
4: so good. On MLB Network, he is MLB so good. So funny, Tonight. yeah. yeah.
5: yeah. They, they took it away from the Dan Patrick show, which I'll ask him about. Oh, uh, boy. And also about Josh Hader. Because I think Hader is, um, he's Pleac up maybe a notch, but that's what Plesak was like when he began with Milwaukee. Yeah. He, he was Josh Hader. Um, and he was fastball slider, and so is Hader. I mean, there's a lot of similarities with me except for their hair.
4: Right. And and when Police came, he kinda had the same demeanor as Hader. I and mean, he he wasn't the Al Raboski, you know, you know, yeah. mad yeah. Hungarian type. They were both just this, you know, baby faced, unassuming guy that they didn't go through a lot of gyrations after a strikeout. They were just all business. Right. But 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 you looked at them out on the mound and said, Well, well, how tough can this guy be? And then boom, you know, flames. So-
5: yeah, a little bit of that, that the NBA playoffs ended last night. Um, so now that that's done, we, we can put that baby <laughs> That's bed. over, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's done. Um, Des Bryant, other stuff. We've, we've got plans. Yeah. We can't tell you everything. We don't want to tell you everything. No, no. no. We, we
4: call that teasing in, in the business. Uh, and we'll leave the buttons on so that uh, KB is forced to listen to the entire show. Yeah.
5: And then if I, I can do. get out of here at 6 o'clock, I might be able to go golf oh. a
6: little bit. <laughs> Hey, well, you know what? We're going to have to put this showdown together between you and I this summer. (laughs) I've got a lot
4: of thoughts. I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Thank you, Armin. Thank you, KB, for letting me come in and play on
6: this Tuesday afternoon. And as a token of our appreciation, you get a gift certificate to Nine's American Bistro at the River Club in Mequon, Wisconsin. Nine's American Bistro. Wear casual meets
4: elegance. They have golf there too. I know, there. I know that for sure. Thanks. Drew Olson's back tomorrow on the Wednesday edition
9: of his show.
4: Make good choices.
9: Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com.
12: It's my little escape.
9: Now Judy's the life of the party.
12: Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon.
9: Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.